Barrel Surf Podcast. 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 Yeehaw! Oh my goodness, it's Friday night and we are back in the shed quarters. Namu here, stoked to be here in Adzi Shed again for Barrel Surf Podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the program. To my left as usual, T-Bone. Hello, mate. Very good, mate. I've just rubbed some deep heat on the hammies and I'm ready to go. We've got a special <laughs> guest and you'll work out why I'm applying the deep heat. Deep heat, mate. I don't know, we'll speak to the, we'll speak to the expert about that shortly. But uh, and also to my left tonight as well, uh, as Kennedy. Hello, mate. Hello, boys, mate. Frothing to be here. Hello, boys. That'll also get a mention later on. Hello, boys. Because uh, <laughs> that's one of our special guest favourite saying. But mate, I am frothing tonight. Uh, we're going for the late. We're on the Friday routine as per normal, semi-normal. We love a Friday session in the shed. T-Bone go home early Friday. Mate, t- I'm surprised you're not in bed already. It's a late start. It's 7 o'clock. Mate, we've already had dinner. T-Bone picked us up all pizzas to uh, <laughs> line our guts for yeah, a few Yeah, good frothies. on you, T-Bone. Good job, T-Bone. Yeah. Uh, and, mate, we've all done our duties and we're Friday night and it's just four gentlemen in a shed. Who is the fourth gentleman? Well, before we do that, I just sh- I should say I did get the uh, green tick of approval to stay out as much as long as I wanted because my oh, wife not. said oh, I'm going to sit on the couch and watch rom coms on Netflix. So stay out as long as you want. Sick. That You're- means once all these guests are gone, <laughs> you can just sit here for twelve hours and listen to me. Just, wait, that just wake up in your shed at six a.m. and go. Ah, <laughs> oh, let me go. All right, Adzi, who have we got in the shed quarters, buddy? Mate, we have a special guest. He's been. Uh, he's he, he's had many shout outs over uh, our years of podcasting. Uh, he's an absolute frother of a human, a frother of a surfer. He's a Cheshire cat. He's got that grin going on. Yeah, he's, uh, mate, he is. Yeah, he is uh, a lifelong surfer. An absolute specialist in the domain of surfing physiotherapy. He's uh, he, he might not claim it, but we're claiming that he is the number one surfing physio in WA, and uh, and you'll hear all about that, mate. He's uh, he's just an all round good bloke, and uh, his name is Rever Frothens Brown. T Rev Frothens Brown. Trevor Lawrence Brown from Down South Physio. Welcome, Trevor. You, Thanks, you, guys. You, you, yeah, it's great to be here. Finally, yeah. So Finally, we have talked about yeah. having you on for a while. So thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, we do mention obviously your fine services in the podcast quite a bit because we've had, uh, you know, the three of us have had some issues in the past with our bodies. So yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. Pleasure he's to see you here. Technically, he's been yeah. on here once he already. Has. He yeah, has. Last yeah. year, he did oh, make a little cameo. The live show. Little question to Molly, was it? It was. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking before. It's been a year. What was the question was in, again? Yeah. It was in the peanut gallery here, and uh, there was a question about FAI, which is the oh, femoral right. acetabular impingement that she has. Um, <laughs> straight into it. Straight into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there was some other questions about sort of the bravery of, of surfers and yeah. Which that I always admire. Mate, how is our girl Molly yeah. Picklem looking? So clearly out? you've done some good work Absolutely. on Molly, even though you haven't worked on Molly, because <laughs> just that question has made her go <laughs> yeah, tip one. top oh, up to number one. I don't think it's got anything to do with me. I, I just think she, I mean, I've watched her training and uh, on Instagram and some of the interviews and I watched the um, the WSL a lot. Um, I was watching the you know the Portugal Rip Curl Pro just a few nights ago and Jack Robbo just missed out, but 
Molly's just on the charge and she, she is the, the real deal for sure. Oh, for you sure. can sort of kind, kind of tell last year, I reckon, but, but it's come through properly. Sure yeah. has. Well, she was in the share quarters last April, obviously, and she's now number one in the world. So I'd like yeah, to think we've got Molly. something to do with that. Yep. And how was that yeah. turn she did at, at the pro last Nuggies. year? Everyone was, was talking about that. That was that straight ages. after that being was in the shed quarters, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had something to do with us, surely. And she handled all us guys in here as well. Yeah, she did. That yeah. was impressive. And she was only 19 at the time, I think, too. Yeah, so, yeah. 19, yeah. Got the yellow jersey. Doth of the cap to Molly. Absolute <laughs> legend in the making, if she's not already. And, uh, yeah. I rate uh, Jacko Baker as well. He's hilarious. He was a good so lad. I you followed those guys after that. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I've yeah. got you. Got a real affinity to them after they went out of their way to join us in the shed. Yeah, you felt like I really felt for Jacko that night. He just wanted to rip in with the lads, but he was <laughs> yeah, wanted to sling a few beers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he's and he was just like, "Oh, true, Aussie. I got the comp tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to try getting back because he might want to rip in. Hopefully, he'll make the cut, but. Yeah, he needs to pull the rabbit out of the hat again, right? He, does, he, he has does. been a little unlucky, Jacko Baker. He, he, um, I reckon he got ripped off at sunset, and um, I think it's against Kanoa, maybe. But anyway, anyway, we're not going to go into that. Yeah, we won't do that. I almost followed that up with something else, but that's not why we're here. <laughs> same, same. We've got a special what? guest here. We're not allowed to go on tangents, has he? What are you talking <laughs> about, mate? <laughs> not, not in the first five minutes. No, <laughs> yeah. tangents are okay, just not about the WSL. All right, if you're not know, about WSL. Can I go off on one tangent, Azzy, before oh, we start? Oh, jeez, what's going on? It's flipped. The, it's all, this is like opposite world. I've got to ask Trev, he's a Frio docker man. Yep, 100%. There's obviously, in the news lately, mate, there's been a few lawsuits. Uh, these ex-footy players suffering concussion over, over their careers. Have you been following that, that news? I, I haven't properly. I've, I saw there was a class action and there was about 25 footy players involved and that guy, Rourke, or Rook, from who, was, who started it. I can't remember which club he's from, but... um. I know there's more Yeah, Max players. Rook from Geelong. Max Rook, was. that's it, from Geelong, yeah. And, and um, yeah, I know there's a few other players coming on board and older players. I heard uh, Platten's name thrown out. Johnny Platten, yeah. Yeah, right. from the Hawks and a few others. And um, so, yeah, it's an interesting situation because it does open up layer upon layer in terms of the medico-legal side of things and, and how far do you go to look after these athletes with concussion. Remember what Molly said last year um, on the podcast that – they did concussion testing at Pipeline yep. when Slater won and um, more than half the surfers didn't pass. Wow, that's like crazy. Do you guys remember that comment she uh, made? No, yeah. I don't. Oh, vaguely. I was pretty yeah, fired up. I've kind of <laughs> – and we – I work with the Dunsborough Footy Club and they're in the Southwest League, um, which is great. They've been working really hard on that and they had their first scratchy last weekend and we had um, a proper concussion syndrome that ha- that was a latent scenario like happened later on when the, the young guy was trying to drive back to Perth yeah and uh, he had to ring up his old man and he had a um, uh, well he had a pretty bad knock to his nose so maybe a broken nose but there was you know quite a few head knocks and um, there was a fractured ankle there was a depression fracture in the cheekbone that they managed to pick up. And that's just um, a practice match. And that was just in the first scratchy. <laughs> it's in your local yeah. small country town yeah. footy game. Oh, Southwest This was the yeah. Dunsborough Southwest League teams. Ooh, so yeah. th- there's the Colts, Resi's League and the, the women's side. So Yeah, shout out to Mark Delane, president of the Dunsborough Footy Club. He's put a massive body of work together to get the uh, league team up and running. So that, That's a really good call. I've, I've vouched for him a lot because he, he's done a huge amount of work. Uh, it's a volunteer base, and he's got his own full-time job with the um, tourism. River tourism, yeah. looking after the caves, and they're going through a refurbishment at the moment. So yeah. he he does so much work with the club. Good on you, Huss. Good on huge, like, level. 
you know, thinking of the NFL, you'd think with all that padded and armory, there'd be, uh, you know, less um, less concussion. But apparently it's quite rife in the uh, NFL. They get a lot of concussion That's even wearing those started, helmets and stuff. Yeah. Or that well, CTI. Was it CTI or? Um, a CTE. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, the chronic encephalo. What is it? Um, it's oh, traumatic yeah. brain injury, which is yeah. TBI. Yeah. Um, uh, but it will come to me like, but it's like, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, basically like mini bleeds in the brain that accumulate yep. over time. Um, but uh, it's interesting because um, uh, what was going to say before, like the, what, the, oh, the, the the incidents of injuries that I've been going through, the surveillance of, of surfing injuries uh, that I presented on a couple of nights ago at Murray River Hospital to the doctors. Yeah. And a shout out to Dr. Jenny Martins, who's an emergency specialist doctor who got me involved with that. And the, the doctors down there, and uh, some of them were GPs and, and ED doctors from Busso as well, they were so interested to hear about the incidents and the type mm. and um, location and, mm-hmm. and level of surfing injuries. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's trying to find um, how do we look at the patterns. And, um, and concussion is something that we haven't really um, kind of looked at properly. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah, we- to cut a long story short, like if you look at the incidence of injuries, like in per 1,000 hours of surfing, it's around about between, and it depends on your level of surfing, if you're a competitive one or just a recreational, but even advanced surfers are at high risk. Um, and it's about between two and a dozen um, injuries per 1,000 hours. But if you look at the NFL, it's like 200 injuries plus, and oh, AFL is like 40 injuries plus. That's just yeah. from one study from the US. Oh, yeah. and some information. Oh, that's but interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. So, yep. so surfing's actually arguably a safe sport, but I've, I, I feel not it, man. I don't reckon I've I agree it with that. Many hey. times, I, yeah. Even like since it's all this awareness about it going on, like I've noticed, I notice it more. Just the small ones. Just those every now and then wipe out, whiplash, slap, slap your head on the face of the water, come up with yeah. like a bit of like just a small headache. And you're like, oh, mm. that sort of hurt a bit. Mm. It's not, and it's not even that bad but you f- I, like you feel it you like oh that was one you well, know that then- leads me to carl walsh who's a he's a legend like wa homegrown yep. absolute charger bitcoin owner well, he's, he, and he's him <laughs> and i've worked together for quite a long time since he was a grommet and i've got a lot of respect for him he's really matured over the last few years and had some pretty heavy injuries and when he was filming for idiot box he was oh, telling me how many times did he come in for that Oh, I, he didn't come Some in. Some of the years he was very doing much Jeez. for it, but he was telling me later on after the movie that he said he was doing so many punts, like he was just hitting the water hard. And he, he after twenty in a row, he had to go home and have a lie down. It was just like <laughs> wigging out. Oh, yeah, right. I was like, fuck, that's yeah, man, pretty much. You know, what it's like even on a three or four footer. Sometimes you hit it with your head on the side on the wrong yeah. angle. It, man, yeah. it's like getting punched yeah. in the head. Yeah. I, I find the same thing when I do like five airs in a row. I start <laughs> so it. Well, need I to have a little lie down. Falls it. Pee break or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Anytime you need to lie down, Namu's after your tenth fucking IPA, cheeky monkey. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, like he doesn't, mate. He's bulletproof. <laughs> All right. He's actually so is. Let's yeah, just let's, dial let's it just back. wind it Come back. On. Yep. So we are here to talk with Trevor Lawrence Brown from Down South Physio, and let's wind it back to uh, you're obviously a surfer and uh, very very keen mad surfer. And when where did you first start and how old were you, mate? Um. Yeah. I, I hail from Florida in Perth and um, uh, we grew up surfing City Beach and I've got an older brother who's six, seven years older than me and uh, he he rode accordingly 
I remember he got his first brand new accordingly off Murray Smith, who's a legend, by the way. Murray's done a bit of rehab with me. Got accordingly off Murray Smith. They yeah. were opposing shops, weren't they? Pretty sure. Oh. No, originally. Like, and, oh, no. Yeah, and, no, you're and, right, um, actually. I remember. And I think I was a, like, I think I was about six or seven and I had a foamy um, that got araldited together <laughs> a lot. And um, I had a, actually had a surf mat first and then I had a foamy and um, I did surf club for a bit. And then we moved away from that. We just used to um, surf in our foamies and then. I got my first um, glass board from Dunsborough Fiberglass, which is yeah. funny enough, is directly across the road from the practice where Tiny Coffee is now. It was in the no, no way. Really? Yeah, and I, and I was sitting. It was like an. It was called an Odyssey. Oh, I remember it was Odyssey. Like a five eight piece of crap, <laughs> and I remember um, my dad bought it for me for like seventy bucks. Sick. I snapped my foamy for like the tenth time. There was the Odyssey <laughs> shop in North Beach, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never really heard, and it had a, had a gorilla grip. Yeah, on it deck. with like the funny circles, like the pink <laughs> and yellow, and Sick. yeah, and I think I was about twelve, and I took that down to Smiths and like what everyone calls A frames and stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I chose that, and I just remember thinking this is the best thing in the world. You know? Yeah, and I just had to learn how to ride it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was cool. Yeah. Um, and so City Beach, the the groin there is sort of where it all goes down, isn't that sort of the main bit? Yeah. Um, and it had a had a light there. I guess it still does. Um, so it's like the only place in Perth that you could surf at night. No, well, it's not that there's many places anywhere you can surf at night, but it was a real like novelty thing, wasn't it? Surfing city beach under lights. No doubt you did plenty of that, did you? Yeah, I did heaps of that. I went in the night classic. Um, I was part of city beach board riders. I'm just a general surfer, like nothing special. And um, but we used to love it at city beach because it was really localized and. I was actually telling, I was treating one of um, Froggy's young fellas, um, Savo, um, Kai, shout out to Kai and all the yep. other grommets, which I'll mention later, um, who do surf rehab. But um, I was saying how City Beach and Scarborough and all those breaks back in the day actually um, you know, used to work really well, um, but it's changed with the sand movement and all the things that they go on with, all the things that have happened with stabilising the beaches. But we used to surf off the groin and we used to surf off the north side um, early in the morning at City Beach and then have to move down to Floriot once the, the swimmers all rocked up at six o'clock. And then um, and then in winter, you know, that's when all the real waves would happen after the Norwesters came in. We'd just surf off the south side and, and just love it. And, um, yeah, that was pretty much the the mainstay of my, of my surfing when I was growing up. Apart from coming down here, we had a house down here since I was a little kid. So Pretty much spent the first 20 years of your life on that groin, didn't you, Trev? A little bit. Six and then hours a day. <laughs> Well, I, I kind of wish, but we used to come down here. We had a house in Old Dunsborough since I was about 10 years old or something. And so we used to come down for all our holidays. And Awesome. Kind of like, like a lot of crew that live yeah. down here now. Probably yeah. like you guys, hey. Yeah. So City Beach Board Riders, how did you go there, mind you? Have a few wins? Oh, not really. I was pretty, I was, I was sort of, I was probably sort of mid-ranks, a little bit cannon fodder for some of the guys who were really good. There was, <laughs> who were some of the shredders at the City Beach back then? Well, Tyron Crocker, who you guys might know. Like yeah, he, I know the name. Yeah, yep. Toz, he was like the main guy. And he's really good mates with Todd Branson, who's doing a fair bit of rehab with me at the moment. Shout out to him. He's a he's a legend. Yeah, He's Toddy. a classic, actually. He's, he's popped up on this potty. It's not his first mention. Yeah. That way. He's come back from um, an ACL, yep. um, which I think Ooh. there's three of us here that have had ACLs. Hey? Yeah, I've had an yeah. ACL. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Toz was a big one. Um there's a guy named Spaz 
Darren McNabb, he was huge. He was really good. And then um, Mousy, who works in um, Yahoo. Yahoo, he was yeah. the president of the board riders back then. I've known him for years. He no used way. to do the, do the 96 Guy FM with the glasses, surf line. Yeah. Sorry? Guy with the glasses. Um, I think he does wear glasses. He looks like a mouse. Yeah, okay. little, yeah. little dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and then the guys who were sort of my age, there was a guy Adam Morrison. Like, he was really good. He won the classic a few times because they used to have the comp, the Moat River Classic, or no, the um, the night, the classic. Oh, classic. Night. oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> which became like a classic. um, a bit of a big event. <laughs> yeah, back in the day too, didn't it? You'd have like your yeah. steps like Dave McCauley and people travelling up for it, and well, yeah, I've got a very limited surfing like competitive um history but i paddled out where dave mack and tom carroll were in the heat or in a like an expression session and it was probably it was like two foot city beach you know off the grind but they were still ripping it apart and i paddled out in the heat after those guys and had to surf against the president of the club at that time yeah and apparently i did win the heat but not according to the judges a little bit rigged. That's what happens to president. me. I win all my heats. Yeah, yeah. Not according to the judges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I just remember paddling past Tom Carroll and just going, no way. I was only about 18. Wow. It was like, oh, that's, um, that's a bit of a claim 90s. to fame there, Trev. Yeah. For an cool. average punter like ourselves. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like 1992 or something. You could have just said you won that heat against Tommy Carroll, mate. We would have believed <laughs> you. <laughs> no way. Judges just didn't say so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, that's right. Well, you, you were saying before about the surfing under the lights. My younger brother and I used to – um. Shout out to Gareth. Like, Gareth, yeah, yeah, he's a legend. Hey, he's my only team rider. We, we've got a couple of de- down south physio decals on new boards by Zach. And, oh, yeah. And I've just Zach given them to my brother. Sick. As a, as a team rider because he, he charges. He's, yeah, really, he's good. a really good surfer, isn't he? He's really good. Seen a good couple of good photos of him. Oh, shit, yeah. He he, um, he gives it a dig, hey. And um, uh, Ollie Henry um, has a good connection with my um, younger bro because he's a teacher at Cape Nat. So, oh, yeah. But – um. Yeah, we, uh, oh, I can't remember what I was saying. We, I used to drive down at one o'clock in the morning yeah, and surf under the light. Yeah. Um, when we were at about 17, 18, I used to nick my mum's car and yeah. <laughs> drive down quietly along Oceanic Drive. So Classic. that was pretty cool. I did that a couple of times back in the day too. You just randomly be at mate's place and like, let's go for a surf at City Beach. Yeah. I can't even remember having a good session, but geez, nah. it was an exciting adventure. And you got it to yourself. Midnight. <laughs> Do you have a night surf at Pango, T-Bone? Uh, I think we did, huh? Yeah. I um, remember one night, we, I think we had a, a few tins and had a night surf at Penguin full, Island. Full bombing. moon? Full yeah, moon? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> had all the seagulls oh, under the shit all over us. There was a few yeah. crew came over and we had a night surf at Penguin Island. Oh, that's yeah. pretty hectic. Yeah, and it's just a really shallow reef too. But anyway. Yeah. I surfed Trig Point once at night um, when that, what whatever the restaurant is there, I don't know if it was Kalis's then or whatever, but whatever it was, and they had this, for a year or two, they had this big bombing light there that would just randomly sometimes stay on even though it wasn't on all the time and it was on once and we went out and had a surf there that was pretty cool anyway. yeah see it's, it's a really weird feeling did you um we'll talk about this later but um you said you went to the uh wave pool did you surf at night there oh no I, I didn't i got there in the morning yeah nine o'clock and i did the first session um that was pretty good and i left my wife at the hotel so that was cool and <laughs> um and it wasn't even that cold like it was uh I was in a wetty, but yeah, everyone yeah. was complaining how cold it's been in the past. Like some guys were saying they could even yeah, in December they couldn't in the finish the session. Of, yeah, go there in the middle of winter though. Yeah, yeah I think it's when it gets like, to sort of May, June, yeah. August, September, it's frigid. Tal- yeah. Tala Marine will be like 
But it, even Minus December, this, this guy from the Goldie was saying he he couldn't finish. I was there in October. I was there October. It was fine. Yeah. I was in a 2-2. Two -two. That was fine? Yeah. 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 I wasn't cold at all. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. It was yeah, actually okay. I think it's tough. Like now would be okay. But yeah. Although um, Katie, like. Um, Katie Farrow. Yep. She was saying she was freezing over there just the other, like a week or so ago. Probably yeah, she was in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I wonder why. Yeah. Mate, um, before we jump into all this other stuff, let's uh, stay on those early days. Can you remember your first tube by any chance? I, or, or your first green face? Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember um, being at, on the south side of City Beach and, and pulling in yeah. as much as I could, yeah. but not always making it. Yeah. Um, so I do remember that a lot. Uh, I do remember a particular tube out at, um, Contatio. Oh yeah. In, in Scarborough that, um, I was only like teenager and I remember just, it sort of happened by accident if you want to say that. But I remember that being a full, you know, under the curtain and, and that was probably back in the day when they had like quite deep banks. Like you, yeah. you had to reform them. Mate, the Contatio board riders wouldn't have liked that. A city beach board rider getting, nah. a, getting a little barrel at Contatio's. <laughs> but you could often go up there and there'd be no one there. Like back at that. Yeah, because it was the furthest time. point between Triggs and Scarborough, wasn't it? So yeah. It was the furthest walk. Yeah. So, yeah. I knew this question was coming. I, I don't really remember. I'm not the best tube rider, but I do. Oh, I, I do get there every now and then. And I've had like. The best barrel I've had was definitely that I've never forgotten, and there was a video of it, but I never got hold of it. Oh, no, um, it was out at Rifles. I know a guy. You know, oh, Rifles <laughs> in Kandui. And oh that, yeah, yeah. And that oh. was that was something I, that's, that's like it. you know, there's certain waves in your mind, and you and you just lie in bed and think about it for bloody yeah. hours and hours. That that's been play some soft music time. and think about that wave <laughs> <you had. laughs> yeah. on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Silk boxer shorts. Get out the the tissues <laughs> and, and, the, uh, and the and the uh, lotion. So, uh, well, I mean, that is one of our favourite questions for the end of the potty. But since we're Oops. there already, tell us about tell us about that tube, Trev. Your well, rifles one. What, what are you claiming? Seven seconds? Eight seconds? Oh, I would have no idea how long it was, but I do remember the time stood still. The visual side of it, yeah. and and just how big it was. Like, how big was was rifles that day? Uh, it's probably, uh, it would be like six foot. It's oh, a heavy that's, wave. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. big for there, isn't it? It was, and I got, I've got um, tiger stripes on my back from that place, that, and I, even on here, my arm. I, I got, I came back from that place with a perforated eardrum, scrapes all over my body, a fuck knee, and the best. And I was of your life. still smiling like you would leave <laughs> in, the, in the airport. But I didn't surf for about three weeks when I got back. And, um, you never do when you get back from Indo though, do you? Oh fuck. Yeah. yeah you I don't want to surf except in Indo. It's just, normally winter when you get back as well. Yeah. Where'd you stay, Trev? Just at Kandui yeah. Resort. Nice. Yeah. It's a long time ago. It's yeah. probably like mid two thousands. Sounds like you're due for another. <clears throat> oh, hundred percent. I'd love that. <laughs> but um I don't know how gun ho I'd be as like I was back then. But I did do the funny thing was I like I kind of needled a lot of guys and I like, did a lot of acupuncture and I was strapping guys and um, did a few mini treatments here and there and, and they paid for my bing tang bill at oh, the end of the oh. end of the two weeks and, and I'd in those days I'd kind of cranked it up a fair bit. Like, I'd have to do a lot of strapping if I Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I always take a kit with me and it was just a really good vibe. And there was a doctor there from America and he goes, Mate, you're doing you're putting me to shame and like but he, he was stitching people up when with yeah, some that's serious right. different, brief cuts. Different so stuff. Yeah. We're kind of working together. And then they offered me a, a gig to go and work there yeah right and i was like fucking hell like i had a my missus waiting and 
Yeah. I contract with them. Were you married then or? Nah, nah. And but I was I was sort of like so, yeah. trying to get down that path <laughs> and then and I had um you know, I had a contract with a sporting like an elite like the West Coast Fever netball. Yeah. But and I had like work and stuff and I was just thinking, Oh, if there was only been a you know how like everyone goes surf guiding nowadays, there's heaps yeah, of yeah. but back then there's only a select. Free bin tanks is not going to cut the mustard, is it? No, nah, nah, <laughs> there's only a select amount of camps and stuff. It was sort yeah. of only just starting. So I kind of, um, yeah, missed that one. Yeah, yeah. Mate, I'm sure you could still approach them and, um, you know, get discounts and half price and all that. I mean, I know my mate, you, you probably actually talked to him without even knowing the other night, Dr. Fruity down in Margaret River and he's part of the surfing doctors. Who, Is that Phil Chapman? Or? Oh, he's the guy. He's, I think he's the head honcho of it. Yeah. But my mate's just Dr. Fruity. We'll leave him at that because he doesn't <laughs> like getting mentioned. But um, uh, he's done heaps of trips to G-Lands under the um, surfing doctor's yeah. gig and <coughs> works. I think he free trip to – like he's got to pay to get there, but everything else is free. And, yeah, if something goes down, he's he's got to respond. So I'm sure there'd be at least a, a half pricey or something for you. Sammy Morrow would hook it up for you. He's he's in with them. Lightning. Lightning Morrison. Lightning Sammy Morrow. Like, <laughs> he's half a doctor, half a radiologist. Oh, half he thinks a he is. He'll tell you. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. got theories, the boy. He's <laughs> yeah. got big fancy words. Yeah, he, he actually he, knows a bit of stuff. Yeah, he makes yeah. half of them up though, and yeah. he just knows that people don't know the words. Oh, you're it's out. Gone there. there. I haven't seen him for a bit. He's still got that dirty handlebar. Uh, I don't know. That was the most disgusting <laughs> moustache I've ever seen. <laughs> He's normally uh, lying like in his stomach when I see him, so I don't yeah. Really, yeah, <laughs> really notice. But um, yeah. I, I I thought about that because I've got young kids, or they yeah you know, they're in primary school and stuff, and and I'm enjoying being around here. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I thought in the future, like when they're on their way, that might do some work overseas, and yeah. if you can combine it with, um, you know, there's some extra work you can do with third world countries and stuff like that and yeah you know there's there's like physios and doctors that go over to africa and help kids with like who are landmine victims and stuff like that and yeah right you, i thought i could do some work like that in indonesia or yeah somewhere and if you can combine it where you go and hang out at g land for yeah like yeah a month, that'd be pretty sick yeah well i mean even if it's just your standard you know two week annual leave holiday and you go to one of those joints and you yeah as you say you get free binnies and and twenty five percent off your stay or something like, mate. They're exy. They're not cheap. Those places. Twenty five percent, especially Kandui. Yeah, especially Kandui. Yeah, twenty five. Pretty. He- have you been there as oh, well? It's always to Kandui. Yeah, N- not the actual camp. No, I've yeah. only been on on boats. The Huey. Oh yeah, of yeah. At the Suli and Huey. Yeah, yeah. Suli. Yeah. So, mate, just uh, we're gonna obviously we've <laughs> we've jumped into your professional life a little bit, but we are gonna delve pretty deep into it because that is uh, the special. The special niche that you have here as a surfer on Barrel Surf Podcast, and why we really wanted to get you in, aside from the fact that we just want to have a couple of beers and a few laughs. But, um, mate, before <laughs> we talk get about in, your knee, <laughs> yeah, but I'm happy um, with that. mate, before we do that, just um, uh, the down south um, uh, transition, uh, the, the first down south trip that every Perth surfer makes is always pretty notable. Obviously, you had it a bit younger than some because you had the house here and that, but. Mm. Um, just give us your um, impressions of the first time that you you did come down here and lay your eyes on it was probably Smiths or or something, but still it's such a big leap from City Beach groin. Can you remember your first um, yeah impressions? I got I probably got two things I could say with that. Like the first one was when I was fourteen, and because I had my older brother who was he's he's the same age as Norts. Oh, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
you, you guys all know Simon Norton. Yeah. Plumbing legend. Um, and uh, he's a city beach boy originally. And I went out to the lefties when I was 14 with uh, Norts and my older Thanks. brother Stan and, and Rabs. And I just thought it was like, you know, I was going to get absolutely smashed. I was only 14. When I see like kids, there's, a, there's an eight-year-old out at um, Noisy's, like that, this girl that pops up with her dad I've been seeing lately. I just... But uh, I remember that being... So it was with Norts. Like Norts and Rabs and Mulder Brothers Sorry, Stan. I was just getting around a cheeky monkeys from the fridge. What break was it? <laughs> At Lefties. Oh, yeah. And I remember just seeing, no way, this is fucking heavy and like unreal and yeah. the best. And then when I when I was 17, I inherited my older brother's VC Commodore wagon. See. Oh. I used to drive that down to Lefties. And um, with my younger bro in tow then. And yep. we used to do donuts in the – because it was a gravel car park then. Yeah. What so year was the VC? It was 1980. <laughs> oh. It was a sick car, straight six. I used to drive that down from Perth. I had a VR, 94. Oh, so good, eh? <laughs> New model. <laughs> Wagon. And, um, Space age shit. <laughs> manual. Yeah. And um, I remember at 17, 18, we used to surf lefties all the time. We used to hang in the dunes all day there and just go yeah. and surf like two or three times a day. And just that, I remember that being like when just going, oh, yeah, down south is the place. You haven't, didn't really you haven't left that stretch either, just for those listeners out there. That's nah, it. but you I don't, that stretch, I don't, don't surf lefties as much. It's just so crowded yeah, there now yeah. and, and it's international wave there now. So Yeah, yeah. As we all know. Yeah, and, yeah it's a good so, stretch. Yeah, my younger bro and I kind of dart down there a fair bit. Yep, yep. Yeah. And the cars are parked halfway back to the bay these days. <laughs> Mate, yeah, fuck about, yeah. just before the long weekend, we got there at five in the morning and the car park was pretty much full. G'day, it's Callum Robson. You're listening to Barrel Surf Podcast. You! Just having a memory because when you came in to see me, Namu, <laughs> like two or three years ago and you were telling me about the Barrel Podcast and you gave me your card. Did I? Yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. And I was trying to sort of maybe beef up my side of things physio wise right been surfing and all that sort of thing and and, um, and look how we've both grown no well, i was gonna say like look how far you've come mate i think you've come yeah. a bit further than us but anyway no oh, no i don't agree i reckon oh, I barrel know. podcast is unreal i feel yeah. honored to be here mate, so uh, trev since you mentioned that mate yeah oh you mentioned about physio tell me why did you get into physio in the yeah. first place oh, yeah thanks for that question um yeah that's that's um probably one of the key things i want to talk about because i I um I was a well, I've always been a keen surfer. I was a bit of an athlete at school. I was a hockey player. Um, played in four state teams, um, and I would have probably gone all the way. It was kind of weird because hockey was what I was really good at, and um, there was no money involved with it or anything. But surfing is what I wanted to be good at. Yeah. Um, and so I was a bit of a I didn't really follow all the right protocols as a as an athlete back then in the early nineties and stuff. Yeah. I was in the papers and all that sort of stuff. And I was with Rick Charlesworth, your uh, little, oh, I, little I've mentor there, mate. Yeah. And, and or, um, David Bell, who's, um, who's the, one of the big coaches for Wace. And so I was involved and in all that. Just for those that don't know, Wace is West Australian Institute of Sport. Cause that's going to yeah. get a mention probably a few times. Throughout Which this became podcast. Curtin University. Oh, did it? I believe. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. They got yeah. a big link with Curtin cause it's all based there. The hockey stadium is based there. And hockey's come a huge, um, you know, way uh, and, and got such good pathways nowadays um, for young athletes and, and the sports advanced massively yes, worldwide. Yeah. And I actually worked in hockey with the Thunder Six a few years ago and, and toured with them over East and um, for about four years. So I got back working with hockey, but I, when I was 20 years old, I kind of, I had a pretty bad 
incident with my knee and I uh, had a sort of partial tears in my ACL. I didn't, I was only 20. I had long hair halfway down my back and didn't give a shit about long, what was going on. orange, long hair? <laughs> just, it used to be, <laughs> mate, it, it was a lot better than what it did is you now. Wear a, did you wear a, a sweatband, like a head, headband when you <laughs> no, played no. hockey? <laughs> no way. I was trying to look Play like the, the, the best surfer I could be, but I was always on the hockey field. I, yeah. And then um, I just didn't look after it. I remember being down here and I was out surfing and, and I just wrecked it even further. And I was getting on the piss and just doing yeah. all the stuff that you do at 20, 21. And yeah. Had a knee reconstruction mm. and that was in like 1994 or something, 95, and it, and it just went pear-shaped. And did, did you have a specific wave or surf that um, – or was it more of a build-up after that hockey injury? It was kind of like just not looking after it and not doing rehab and then – So you didn't have a full blowout squashed by the lip like uh, yeah, the I, beach trick? I, I did it fully subluxed or what we call anterior translation and just made me realise that my ACL was not working. Yep. And, you know, I chewed a little bit of cartilage out at that point. Um, there's cartilage over the, the base of your femur, which is different to the meniscus, which sits in, in between the, the two bones. And I ripped a, probably a five-cent piece worth off that. And that sort of sets you up for a pretty, you know, problematic joint for the rest of your life. Mm. Um, yeah. And I didn't know at the time. I learned all this over the years now. But yeah. um, I just kept on, you know, charging around on it. And then it had this knee reconstruction. And my old man's a surgeon. The yep. vascular surgeon and but he was really busy at the time and I didn't really want to listen to his advice and stuff. And, <laughs> you know, so it's that young warrior status yeah, that yeah. you don't really, you look back now and you think, fuck, I wish I could talk some sense into that, yeah, that little just, punk. Mate, yeah. Um, but, but it, yeah. It's not I mean, our fault, man. Our testicles are just pumping out these hormones and <laughs> there's nothing we can do about it, eh? Oh, and then yeah. you look back later and just go, Damn, I wish my I knew. My testicles ain't pumping nothing out. <laughs> what are you talking about? You go for a pee every 10 minutes. <laughs> it's not my testicles, mate. I can tell you that. That's, <laughs> that's to do with your pelvic floor, though, as well. you got to squeeze and lift a bit more. So, oh, Trev, did you just yeah. wake up after that and go, oh, I need to be a physio in my life? Well, Is that what, so happened, what happened, mate? Yeah, thanks for getting me back. Um, yeah. I'm probably worse than ads going on oh, yeah, tangents. Don't worry. We'll, we'll have fuck, a thank God it's just not just you two talking because you'd yeah. never get a word in anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys are doing well, you and T-Bone. One of the mums called me the mouth of the south yep. a while back. And I was mouth like, of the down south. And my wife thought that was so funny and I was like, I don't know if that's a compliment or a massive payout. But, um, <laughs> Somewhere in between. Probably. But I remember. And I then did, when you and me get in the in the rehab room, it's just like, yeah. good luck. <laughs> the I next patient's par- always waiting half an hour. Yeah. Hey, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, going anyway, back to the yes. knee stuff, that's pretty important because I, I, did, um, I didn't really look after it. And then I had another knee reconstruction um, a few years later because I tried to go back and play hockey. I actually went over to South Africa and surfed for three or four months. For That was sick and I had a really good time and I was doing okay. But then I went back and tried to play hockey again. So after that first knee op, yeah, what was your rehab like? It was bad. Yeah. Like I went Minimal. down to Shendon Park. I didn't really use any private physios and... I was run. I went surfing after four or five months. Oh, that's early. I know, and I I just didn't understand the graft healing or any of the. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty knee reconstructions were pretty new back then. Yeah. They weren't. They hadn't really perfected the whole you know, rehab side of things and protocols and understanding how the, the what they call the morphological change of the of the graft from your hamstring tendon. Yeah. Or. Um, your patella tendon and how that changes into a ligament, which is a connective tissue that, that basically holds your bones together um, through rotation of your knee. Yeah. And um, so I, I, I just I had to have it redone. I had a hamstring one after that. 
And then um, I uh, – So you had a few years. Yeah, of, I'd had of, three years, I think. And then I, after that, I got through that recon. That was – getting through a recon is shit house. It's, it's, hard. it's a tough, tough gig. Yeah. You guys have been through it. And they say with a knee – a knee reconstruction, it doesn't have a high mortality or anything like that, so it's not life-threatening, but it has a heavy burden. Yep. And if you read all the journal articles on it now, it, that's all coming out. Um, and it wrecks people's sporting careers and oh, work yeah. and all that sort and of stuff. And it never recovers, like you say. No. Your your knee's probably not the same as your left knee, right? No, nah, no way. It's been no. crap for like – I've been on half a knee for pretty much 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, so – but I, but I, was, I <laughs> Like it sucks, I, yeah, it does suck, and like, but I got over that. I got a bit depressed for it for a while, but then I went overseas for a couple of years, and I surf guided, and I did all the stuff in Europe with my brother, On younger the, bro. After the first op, after the second op, oh, okay. and I had a had a sick time. I, I was in Peniche for ages, yeah. fixing boards and surfing, and then I surfed all through France, Spain. That was such a good time in my life, yeah. and I really needed that after a second knee reconstruction. Ha, that when then, you ha, this, the second injury was that a build up again or was there a one-off incident where it just snapped it um i was trying to play hockey again and it just fully blew out you had a blowout and, and, and it realized that the graft that i'd had in there previously from the first stop it just hadn't worked yeah tissue in in my knee basically yeah, right. did it blow out because someone hit you with a stick nah, man? because it's just, a pretty brutal sport i just hockey. twisted on it after oh, okay. trying to tackle someone and just twisted at full pace and yeah a lot of twisting hockey yeah yeah, yeah hockey's terrible for knees and hips a lot of oh. elite hockey players end up with pretty arthritic stop start hips. motion isn't it no balls yeah. in the head mate yeah i had a few of those i had a snap collarbone had what like about hockey i'm talking hockey balls <laughs> mate <laughs> <laughs> so but so i will, yeah, I got, will say when i came back to cut a long story short, when I yeah. came back from overseas, I I thought, nah. I had a science degree that I did straight after school, but I went, nah, I want to try and be a physio and help people who've been through what I've been through. That That's kind of did the you, process of it. Did oh, you, yeah. like, do – after that second one, did you do lots more rehab? Heaps. Oh, I did, like – I went to the gym. I did – I went to a physio. I, I took took four goes to find a good physio. Yeah. Um, and I found this guy in Shandon Park – and he's really cool. He rang me up and made sure my program was good and he used to demo everything. He didn't, didn't just chuck me on a machine and leave me in the room and then come back and say, here's some exercises, see you later, Yeah. which some other guys did. Yeah. He actually went through everything, was educated me on it, gave me all the biomechanics, wrote the program, made me practice it. Because yep. physios back then didn't have as much rehab like we have now. Like you come in every week and I and, and – we work on it every week. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we keep you on song. Mate, and on I track. worked on it every day. How's the knee, Adzi? I've got to ask. Well, I've been <coughs> surfing, man. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's all you 100%? can do. Hundred percent. It's never a hundred percent. It's never going to be a hundred percent. Once you no? blow one, I don't think so. Even no. with yeah, it must be close though. Oh well, it feels strong. I've had yeah. some great waves since, and it's my second one. But yeah. like I had my first one in ninety nine or two thousand, and I just. I mean, maybe it was uh, being a little bit uh, naive and young and all that stuff we're talking about, but I can't remember anyone going, mate, you need to do this. Here's, like, here's the program. I didn't – I just – I don't know. I just thought you had to rest, you know, yeah. and that you just kick back and rest and wait for it to get better and then you – like, which just took so long, so long. And Only if we knew back the, then, hey. Yeah, and all the muscle uh, – mm. what do you call it? Diff, diff, uh, when you lose your muscle? Oh, the atrophy. The atrophy. Yeah. yeah. And all that was huge because I just rested. Whereas this time, man, it was so de- – oh, they they sent me home with exercises that I had to do that afternoon after I got back from hospital, like one day after 
one day after the surgery. So, yeah, it's pretty – it's changed a lot, eh? It's I changed think. heaps and, mm. like, good physio practices have rehab. Like, but physio in a nutshell is once you get good, you're diagnosed, you're a first contact practitioner. Mm. So, I remember you came in recently, Steve, and you had an MCL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still fucking niggling away there. Yeah, that's the most common lower limb injury or musculoskeletal injury in um, in surfing. Um, and the, the injury surveillance we went through with some of the journal articles I was looking at recently for this talk I did um, pr- was, was highlighting that. Mm. Um, and it's mostly your back foot as well because it gets right close to your board. And it's really um, – Mine was a BJJ injury. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. you're almost yeah. doing that with your – can't see that. Yeah, you internally rotate with your yeah. hip and you drop your knee down towards the board. You get compressed by a, a lip. Like they say tube riding is one of the highest risk factors for injury as well. Getting hit by your board is the the biggest um, mechanism. Yeah. Um, or most common mechanism. But but um, aerials and tube riding is, um, yeah, and waves of consequence as well. So, Trev, uh, two questions. Where did you study and when did you first start practicing physio? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. So I, I had a science degree straight from a school, but I was, I was a little bit drunk through that degree. Um, and, um, <laughs> Still got the degree. Yeah, yeah. And I used to rock into the back of um, the class and there wasn't as many surfers at uni back then. Mm. I used to rock in the back with sand on my feet and wet hair and the lecturer would go, how's the waves at the back? And I'd be going, just slink into the back and then <laughs> sort of check out who was in the um, lecture theatre more than actually looking at yeah. the content. The on-site pub and yeah, and then, <laughs> on-campus pub. And so was, I had, that, that was my downfall. <laughs> <laughs> I had a biology degree that, and then I, I used that to get into physio um, and I was like, I was 26 by that stage. I was a bit of a late um, bloomer for physio and then um, I Yeah, you've already done a degree at that point, right? So it's not like you're sitting on your ass bumming around. I know oh, you were sitting on your ass bumming around the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was for a while. Hey, I, got a, I got a lot of stuff out of my system up until that point. And then um, I studied, I got in, I had to do some bridging units and I had to work really hard. I had to get distinctions to get into the actual, what they call the graduate entry masters for, for physio. And um, I didn't think I'd get in. I felt like a bit of a black sheep, a bit of a surf bogan up the back. And I got in. There's a lot of smart crew. I really, anyone who gets through, through a physio degree or a medical degree, or, and, and there's other degrees as, as well, I'm sure. But, um, or I know, um, you know, my hat's off to them though. And, and I got into that course and I pretty much just put my head down and studied. Where, where was the course at? Uh, oh, sorry, at Curtin University. Yeah, yeah, yep. And Curtin Uni, the School of Physio used to be at Shannon Park um, for a long time and they just built a brand new school over at uh, Bentley. So I got access. I was one of the second cohorts to go through that and it was like unbelievable facilities. And I, I really rate Curtin Uni and actually I went back there. I worked for, for quite a few years, for about seven or eight years um, at Florida Physio primarily and then a few other places and then i went back and did a postgrad in a, a masters of of uh of clinical physio in in manips and um i wanted to do sports but they didn't actually offer it at that time but it kind of all amalgamates so i became what's called a titled musculoskeletal physio but i streamlined into sports primarily and um and then ended up teaching at the uni for two years and because I, yeah. I was in class and they called me up to to be the model for the whatever practical thing we were doing. He said, oh, can you take your shorts off, please? And I went, uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I didn't could. have any jocks on. I could. And um, back in those days <laughs> at uni, if you then, didn't huh? wear jocks at uni, it was probably considered a bit 
like unhygienic, rogue. but um, I, I don't know. I, I know you, you, you guys know what it's like. You free yeah. balling, is that right? Yeah, it was a summer. Yeah, free balling, yeah, summer, <laughs> man. Yeah, free ball. I know you've uh, told me there's been a couple of times where you're teaching classes of Pilates-based physio rehab down here, and one of the old boys will be stretching his legs out, and you just go over and quietly whisper in his ear, like, "Mate, you've got to start wearing jocks from now on." There's yeah. things that I can see that I'm not getting paid enough to see. <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Connor Coffin. You're listening to Barreled Surf Podcast. Mate, um, so you, you did the physio, you did the became a, a teacher or a lecturer there, and obviously always pretty sport-based. Um, was your next big step in physio, I know you had a lot to do with the, the West Coast Fever, which is the top-tier uh, netball uh, team in Western Australia. Is that... Is that sort of where you went into after teaching uni? Great choice, mate. West yeah. Coast fever. Yeah, good effort. <laughs> Beats rubbing your brother's hammies, <laughs> farting in your face. Rubbing a bunch of 70, 78 year old agates in here. <laughs> he rubbed his brother's hammy, got the agates, and then went, I think I'm going to work on the, net, on the netball team. Um, now he's back to the old it's agates. It's pretty funny. I, I have to admit, when I'm coming back to the sports stuff in a minute, but when I work in the practice, and working, I've had that practice there for nine years in Dunsbury here and have so many funny laughs while we're treating like a lot of the characters and people around town. It's re- that's one thing I do enjoy about my job because you are dealing with anatomy and bits and pieces and <laughs> people's, um, you know, movement patterns. And, and then you hear, you know, sometimes I call it physiochiatry because you're hearing all their problems yeah, and yeah, that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. You just get to know people and, that, yeah. and that's what I love about the job too. Yeah, classic. And then you're helping, you're like a medical yeah. mechanic. Yeah. And you're well, sometimes a panel beater and you're trying mm. to get them back out in the road, you know. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> Oil them up a bit. That's what we do, yeah. mate, just without the physio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got going back, I suppose, a bit serious where um, I sort of cut my teeth a little bit in Mandra with a mate of mine. We got a job at a big practice and I, I started off with footy clubs and I always did a bit extra outside of the clinic. I felt like I had to be down on the on, on the, the sidelines and yeah. that's where you see the injuries because mm, yeah. I think a lot of physios can just end up in the four walls in the clinic yeah. and then you don't see the acute injuries and I kind of like that style of it it's kind of like the emergency style of it yeah mm. and um and then I got a job at Florida Physio back up in my old hood and that that place used to hum we used to see so many things and looked after Wembley footy club so I got involved with those guys and then the guy who owned that practice um his name's Sarge um, his sister is um, Kath Rosher, the, the vet in town. Okay. So he's from down here. Um, and uh, he he helped me get a few connections and I got a, I got a gig with the under-19 and under-21 state netball teams. I remember I was surfing bears and telling my brothers, I'm going away with the under-19 state netball team next week. And they're going, what the hell? Yeah. And um, <laughs> there was no chance. How old were you then? Oh, I think I was about 30 by yeah. that stage or 31, oh, 32. Um, then I was, I was in Brisbane and there was, um, like the, the coach and the, the, uh, there was a mentor coach who was going to, who were going to start the West Coast Fever the next year. And it's called the, um, uh, what do they call it? The, the ANZ champs, I think they call it then. And, and they put it on Foxtel and they had five Aussie teams and five Kiwi teams. So it got really big and I got, they said they want, they liked having me there cause I'd worked in football and I was kind of like working the players you know, for in terms of manual physio and getting them back out in the court, strapping them up and getting them back out. Yeah. And um and that's what they wanted. They didn't want them wrapped in cotton wool. What's the most yeah. common netball injury, mate? Well, everyone thinks ankles. And one of the reasons I got the job is one of the the captain of the team 
for the under 21 state team did her ankle 10 days out of the, before the tournament and it was fat and purple. And, um, we just, you know, you're not meant to do it, but I pushed the blood out of her, her ankle and made her calf go brown. Couldn't wear a skirt for, (laughs) I know, couldn't wear a skirt for, um, a, a few weeks, but. We Jesus. we got it back. We got the swelling out. We how, had scans and everything. How do you push the blood out of it? Yeah, just push push the swelling out of it. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, swelling out of it. Sorry, he's just been just playing like silly buggers. Yeah, he's <laughs> imitating a snake sucking out the venom of a snake bite. <laughs> right there, so I thought. Are, I thought it was don't, some don't weird mannerism you had. Also, oh, <laughs> no, it is. There's, there's well. a few of those as well. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we pushed it out, and then like, and I strapped it up, and we Super got it painful, going. I'm sure. Yeah, she was a tough unit. Oh, ankles are and, really sore, aren't they? And she was 198 centimeters, and used to bench, and well. used to bench like, and she weighed 92 kilos, and used to bench. What's like, that? Six six or something? Six no, eight? Way more. Than that. Oh yeah, six six yeah. Something like that. And she used yeah. to I bench like 78 kilos. Two hundred six eight, I think. So Jesus, yeah, right. yeah, she was a big goalkeeper. We we couldn't have won the tournament without her. Yeah, state tournament, and then she went into the fever size. She actually played for Australia, and um, and she played the whole tournament when we got over there. But I had to work on it every at half time and restrap it. And I think that kind of that really gave me a lot of street cred with the whole netball community or oh. the, the coaching staff at that time. So they they said. Yeah, you know, I was pretty green and raw, but they put me in as the physio for the fever. And I ended yes, up travelling with them for four years. And no way. I've been at NZ like sixteen times. Really? Sick. With the team back then. And I got I was in Hamilton so close to Raglan. Really? And I could there's in there's no chance you can take a board. Oh no. It's fucked. So sixteen <laughs> times at NZ, never surf once. Nah. Oh, I really want to go over there, hey. Like, <laughs> no snowboarding, nothing. Oh, nah, you're just there with the team and you fly home with the team. Mate, yeah. I'm surprised a man of yeah. uh, your high energy levels didn't somehow get up at three in the morning and bolt keep, down keep for the a, energy on the court, mate. Uh, keep get a seventeen minute surfing at Raglan <laughs> before the before oh, it got light and I so wanted to, but when you it's hard to explain. When you work with a, a sporting team, especially an elite team. Um, you got to You kind you're 24/7, of twenty four seven, aren't you, Trevor? Yeah, yeah. You're on call. You you get up in the morning. You get everything prepared. You got to take them for a walk, stretch, all these protocols that we used to have, and then you're treating them all day. And then you get everything ready. You rush down, you get to the bus to the game, and you strap them for like an hour to an hour and a half. And it'd be like just ankles, ankles oh, mainly. Nice. In, in netball, a lot of ankles. Like I could do an ankle in my sleep. It'd be like twenty ankles before a game. Um, and then coming back to your injury, uh, ankles like them because we had 12 contracted players, so you, yeah, some of them do it themselves, but most of them would like, like, once you got to know them, once they knew that you perfected the technique, they'd get you to do it. And if every player had a little bit of a different situation with their strapping, and they're very much on why field. is that, Trev? The same ankles, right? What's no, the they're difference? different shapes, oh, they're true. Like different okay, biomechanics and different heights, and yeah, okay, you know, different muscle bulk and. Right, sort of so, stuff. so it does injuries. vary in the tape, in, in the strapping, it varies. Yeah, yeah, you do like difference with heel locks and stirrups and right. and load iron of the foot, so you combine yeah. all these different things. And then, but I found with netball that knees and hips were huge. Like we, we actually got rid of the ankle injuries in the first year because um, I was able to do a lot of, like, you know, that BOSU stuff you do. Yeah. And we're doing heap of, uh, I introduced a heap of that stuff. For those that don't know, BOSU is like balls, the, isn't it? 
No, it's like a, a round platform with oh, the, yeah, with the yeah, big yeah. half moon rubber yep, yep. Uh, pillow on the bottom and it's balancing and jumping on it. And with that wavy wavy wand thing? You can yeah, do we do that, that as well. We've got the yeah. body blade. I quite blade like that bl- body blade on the BOSU board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got one of those in the practice. And, yeah. and I think, not to talk about netball or night, but was, that, yeah. that gave me four or five years. At I was about to say, level. we'll transition from that, but it sets yeah. the scene as to how you got as confident as you did in physio in the sporting arena because that was a top tier um, uh, team that, you know, netball was, that was the absolute top, top level of netball. So that gave you a lot of confidence and knowing that you were valued in that team to obviously I'm assuming after a while you made the move down here or was there another, another uh, bridge in between the netball and coming down here? That's exactly what happened. Like I came down here and I worked in Bustleton for a little while. I just felt like I, I needed to have a change. And I, and I just, I was coming down here every week and I think I did like 27 weekends in a row yeah. coming down here <laughs> yeah, outside the a, netball season. Solid, I was just driving yeah. down every weekend. To Same as all of us. You just, yeah. you drive down here as much as you can until you finally just go, fuck, let's swap this around. Yep. And you drive up there instead of up there being Perth yeah, every now and then instead of coming down here every now and then. And it was tricky, like a lot of guys have, with or people have not trying to transition their work. And I thought at that stage, by that stage it was like sort of 2010, 2009, 2010, I was like, I've really got to have my practice here. And um, I worked in Bustleton for a little while yep. um, uh, and you know, sort of got a feel for it. I didn't want and, – and I lived in Dunsborough, so I sort of knew a lot of crew in the water, but I didn't know how the town – kind of really operated completely and it was so small. I thought, how the hell am I going to have my practice here and actually, you know, get a proper livelihood. And yep. then I met my wife here at, um, at a um, wedding at Wise. Oh, we yeah. got sort of um, put together as a bridesmaid and a groomsman. Did you? Classic. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. You guys are wedding hookup, are you? Mate, I, and I asked her out about four times for the whole night and I got more and more drunk and kept asking her out. She said, mate. You gotta stop. I'll, I'll go out with you. It's okay. So I found I found persistence like really yeah. worked. Hey, oh, that's classic. And, There's a tip for the youngsters out there. Yeah, persistence and like yeah, it was pretty funny. And then I, I moved back up to Perth for a little bit and did a bit more with sporting teams and a bit more education. Then I got it down here and set up the practice. Down Probably south physio. Down south physio, and and it was the best move. I actually left all the teaching at Curtin and the sporting teams and everything, and but. I, we just had our first child and I just thought, you know what, like we all say, a lot of crew down here, you want to have a lifestyle and yep. and um, I wanted to be able to surf every day. Right. We're well. surfers and yeah. any surfer who moves down south, it's <coughs> you're always going for a bit of lifestyle preference over the grind. Otherwise, I'm sure there's better money and opportunities to be made in big cities, but it's not why we're all here. We're surfers, man. We want to surf as much as we can down here. And oh, yeah, yeah it's, but it's I mean, amazing. mate, it's you only got to look at your practice now and – you know, for those that don't know, you got what like five other physios working there, office ladies. Mate, it's a and and you and you're flat out like you're you're a bustling hub in there. That yeah, you, fucking good luck getting a. a yeah, now can't even get in there. He's sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> but um, mate, when you came down and went to Bustleton, did you start working on surfers in Busso or? I I hardly saw any surfers in Busso. Yeah. Um, and um, I didn't, and I I mostly treated farmers and the Bustleton community and it was felt really country orientated back then. And you're yeah. only talking probably for oh, maybe 14, 15 years ago. Yeah. And then when I came into Dunsborough and set up my practice in Dunsborough, like that's when the surfing started really sort of coming in, but it had to, 
for the first few years had to treat all the general population and, and we still do. We look you after still do, yeah. Yeah, and but that's where I'm lucky now. It's taken eight or nine years where um I've got the other physios who've got their specialty. So it allows me to break away now and do do stuff with surfers properly. And I've I've had a really good link with the board riders. Um and I think what set me up really well was um like Taj came in when he had his shoulder up yep. back in twenty fourteen. Yep. Um, at the end, of, and he's still on tour, and and I helped him out. I can't so remember. What, what was that injury that he had? He that was that injury he had at the right. You know, I have to say one thing. Um, he he told me a few stories about his training with Johnny Gannon, and I got a few ideas of him, and and I, I was just stoked to help him out. Yeah, of course. And um, and We're we got he got back on fan. tour within three months. Yeah. He missed missed pipeline that year. I remember, and he said it was the longest he'd spent summer wise here in 20 years but he but he, he that was pretty that gave me a lot of street cred um he yep. and he's utilized me a fair bit since then and yeah, he uh, went through a knee great recon too didn't he yeah he went through a knee recon a few years ago and he helped him with that one and and in all honesty like you mate like he he came in two or three times a week um there was a couple out in the gym where he'd Put me, I put th- put him through all these paces, like rehab wise. He called me a prick a few times because I <laughs> made him sweat a fair bit. But he he worked hard, like he. Of course, I think what's really cool about working with surfers is that they're fucking grumpy when they're dry docked. Yeah, and right. they're <laughs> so motivated to get better. Yeah, yeah. Mm. you're a classic example of that. Um, mm. There's guys I know. If you have a, an MCL tweak or your back stuffed and you, you're out of the water and everything, you get FOMO pretty heavily. And you've yeah. got a surf trip coming up. Everyone's worried about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So true. that's really been yeah, it was like uh, uh, quite refreshing to look yeah. after surfers. Session the other week with uh, Coops. Yeah, shout out to Aaron Coop from Axis Building. Oh, big Local time. Shippy, Coops. pretty fit dude, and he was in there and he's like, "Mate, I've got this trip. I booked it two and a half <laughs> years ago." Blah blah blah. And he's in there just going. I need to make this trip, you know. It's like, <laughs> when is it? Three weeks. You can't make this trip, but he's in there trying his hardest, you know. So Go to it. Guess, so just yeah. just on um, you're saying about the knee reconstruction. Obviously, John John Florence has done two knees as well. When the surface coming back from the knee recos, it, there's obviously going to be a limit to what they could do compared to what they could do before. Is that something you see? Yeah. Oh, yep. for sure. And so is John John, I guess the question everyone wants to know is, is John John going to get back to his best or is he, is he past his best? Like Jeez. Nick Nat Nui style. No, you know, footy. no, no I, it's a really good question. And I was wondering if this question would come up actually, okay. Okay. because I watched Hallie Eva earlier this year. Yeah. He absolutely shrouded it out there and, um, and he, he looked like he was back to his best and he had that whole time on his yacht traveling around last year I, I like for me i think i know we've got the goat in terms of slater and but i reckon john john's he's one of my favorite surfers for sure i oh, just, I just can't believe favorite. he hasn't easily, slowed up since the knee reconstruction favorite. i don't know if, if you no, agree but I, I personally i don't think he has at all no I, that's he's what i was gonna back. say like he mm. he um he looks really good at the moment mm. he looked good at pipeline um, yeah I mean, I thought he challenged Robbo pretty Look good heavily. at the Eddie Akau. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're always going to have that in the back of your mind, though, aren't you? That if you do something, you're going to do it again. The thing is, he doesn't look like he does. No, he doesn't. No, he he doesn't. doesn't. And, and we've had these combos because I've been in there doing rehab with you during some of John's injuries and we're just like, what's going on? What's going on? What's he doing? Like, yeah, we're thinking that he's out for ages and then like two months later, he's like belting a lip. We're like, what? 
He fun. did have the synthetic graft though, didn't he, on one of them? Look, I, I can't comment too much on that because yeah. I, I thought, and I was just pretty much second guessing because it wasn't last last year at the Pro, it was the year before, wasn't it, where he wrecked his knee yep. and he had an MRI and then it was thrown out that he had a ACL rupture and I think you had some insight with that, some contacts. And, and I heard from um, another source that, you know, I probably can't say too much that, that he ruptured his ACL. But what I did hear um, from, I think, who was it that said, was it Griffin Colapinto or someone said that John John at the Portuguese Pro, um, he sort of hangs on his own a bit and, you know, he's a really cool cool guy and he's mellow, but he, he doesn't get too involved in, in everything and, and he surfs on his own a lot and, um, so he sounded like, yeah, and he seen, he comes across like that. He's, he's just, a bit introverted, I reckon, John. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't he doesn't throw himself in the limelight too no. much, but he doesn't hide from it completely. So I respect that, and I, and I have no idea about his rehab or you see all that stuff that his brothers doing, like Nate, in terms of the CrossFit and yeah, it's like foundation training, but and a lot of weights and stuff, and I and that's probably really good for big wave surfing for leg strength. And I'm all about leg strength. You said I was horny for quads. Oh, he's so horny. It's back. ridiculous. And I'm, and, and <laughs> so 100% correct. He I've likes been, quads more than boobs. I've been boobs. trying to get excited <laughs> about yours. And he really yours. likes boobs. <laughs> all right. So, so going, going back to that, in your experience, but let's leave John John out of the equation. He seems to be like an out, a bit of an outlier in that. Yeah. I'll say one thing about it, though, before we move on. I think yep. he had – I think he might have had an avulsion, um, ACL rupture, where an avulsion is where it actually rips – with a bit of bone, right. you can actually graft about that, that one, yeah, rather than having rather than snapping break. in the middle yeah. of the ligament and All then right. having to put a whole new graft. But I don't know if that's certain. I, I just I was just thinking that in my head. I think I talked about that with yeah, you. Yeah, we did. Yeah, because we're, we're just he, curious as to how he was bouncing yeah. back so quick. And that's how yeah. he came back. And then he had his MCL at G Land that he couldn't get through yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, but yeah. I reckon he's done some form of training, and he was into gymnastica stuff three or four years ago, maybe five years ago, and that became really popular in the US for a while, but sure. But it hasn't really taken off since. You know, yeah, okay. So, yeah. So yeah. but I mean generally speaking, your experience after a knee reconstruction, a surf is never going to be back to their explosive pre injury sort of it No, I not hundred percent. Like when you have an ACL rupture, like uh, do you know what ligaments do? So what how would you I ask this to patients all the time, what does a ligament do? What's the what's the difference between a ligament and a tendon? You guys ligament know. connects the stuff to the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, connects to the stuff that the tendon doesn't connect to. So it's all connective tissue. You've got your muscle tissue, which is pumped with blood and contracts and pr- produces force. Um, and that's connected to the bones via tendons. So tendons and muscle to oh, bone. Oh, it connects the muscle to bone, yeah. Okay, so a tendon is a um, uh, a force transference, like a, a cable that, that pulls the bone and makes the joint move. Yeah. So you, you cut an Achilles tendon or... Um, one of the guys out at Bears just before Christmas ripped his tendon off the bone, uh, his hamstring. It has to be reattached in a lot of cases. Yeah, right. Um, you rupture a ligament, ligaments bone to bone, you've got an unstable joint. So, yeah. um, and in a knee, that's actually really problematic. And so if you rupture the ligament, uh, you don't damage anything else, you, you're potentially going to have that grafted you put a new graft in there from your hamstring or your patella tendon. They're using quad tendon and stuff as well now. Um, they've tried synthetic and they, they do a hybrid as well, but they don't always work. There's the jury's out on that. Yeah. Um, then you've actually established a new connective tissue bridge for the joint. But um, if you 
rupture your ligament and then you tear your cartilage. And there's a thing called the unhappy triad where you rupture the ACL, you wreck your MCL and you tear your meniscus. Yeah, right. All of a sudden. Just unhappy. Yeah, it's unhappy, mate. And I did that. <laughs> and and then if you tear, cart- if you damage cartilage on the, the bone as well on the base of the femur, all of a sudden you've got a, you know, you're set up for an arthritic joint in the future. And so you can't load, even though if you repair the ligament and you restore the stability, you can't get the loading into the joint. So, um, TB's recovered really well with his knee, if he doesn't mind me saying. Really yeah. well. He did a really good rehab. He's back in the water after six months. He was saying, Trev, I'm, you know, rabbits is right there. I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he said, okay. We organized a strategy. But but he didn't have any other massive amount of damage in his knee. So he got back pretty good. He doesn't even think about his knee. He's got other stuff he tells me about. But yeah. Um, so I think it all depends on the individual joint status and components linked to the injury. So maybe John John's cartilage is actually pretty well preserved. This is obviously the million dollar question. What are five things you can tell a service that they should be doing to make oh. sure that their body's going to stay in shape? Oh, that's, that's not even that hard. Like, first of all, I want to give a shout out to the prehab guys on Thursday night. They've, they all come in and I've given them shirts where which is pretty cool and, on the team and then i've got the yelling up grommets that were in this evening like mav and otis and remy and Cruz and um jai edmonds and then also um young flynn Eastor. you should see that little guy mate he's a little powerhouse i bet he uh, is little he's micro a solid grommet. little unit isn't he oh micro grommet packing a punch like, <laughs> look out for him in the future i reckon he's just started with me and there's a couple of the girls that he come looks like a well. four foot 30 30 year old doesn't he he's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we had these things called the blaze pods where they're like a light system and goes on a timer. I'm going to get you to do it actually when you come back in. Yeah. Might be a bit of a laugh actually to see if you can get your <laughs> leg up. But we do these kick throughs and have to rotate through their trunk and then also get their leg up and get the hip mobility. And and then they have to be – and they're on their hands as well in a push-up position. So you're sort of rotating like a breakdance manoeuvre. Yeah. And so there's shoulder stability there that's static going onto one arm. So that's shoulder strength, scapular – stability so you need your shoulders and then there's trunk rotation and then there's hip mobility and there's also a speed and timing thing attached mm-hmm. to it so for surfers like if you break down surf prehab you need to work the shoulders you need to work the scapular position which is your shoulder blades at the back and you're looking after those ball and socket joints and that needs to be done with strength and mobility okay so the way the prehab works that i kind of just design myself is we do stick mobility for 10 15 minutes that's for shoulders for spine for hips for knees and then we push into the ankles as well because you've got to have ankle dorsiflexion which is you know your your toes coming up otherwise you can't compress on your board uh, we talked to jay davies about that because he's had an he's got an ankle issue yeah he's had for a long time he gets around it he's powerhouse well, legend what, when you're powerhouse, best part right? of 100 kilos and doing big airs you're gonna have Ankle issues, aren't you? Mate, that guy's a warrior, hey? Like, and he, if you, I won't go into it too much because it might be a bit personal for him or whatever, but like, I don't want to talk about injuries for guys unless they're more than happy. But yeah, um, but he's got an ankle that I think most people know about and he, he hides that pretty well. Yeah. Um, he did some rehab stuff with me for another injury last year, but I think coming back to it, you have your shoulder mobility and, and your upper body strength because you've got a repetitive nature of paddling. You're paddling more than 60, 70% of the time. If you're on the goldie, you're paddling 100% of the time when there's a yeah. sweep. Non-stop. Yeah. 
Um, and then you've got to have core and pelvic strength. And that, that really allows you to, for your control on your board and for pop-ups and for the ability to, to get through maneuvers, to power through your maneuvers. And then, uh, and, and then if you, you've got to have the hip mobility because surfers, surfing's kind of like what I explained to the doctors in, um, in Margs, it's kind of like, um, you're like, you're, you're a gymnast in the water. Um, and you know, you could just be doing your base sort of roly polies or you could be doing a lot, you know, full on high flips and, yeah. um, but you still need to have really good bodily movement and, and like, I reckon surfing's on feel like that, like servers are naturally wired and you might not see that on land, but in the water, you can see it a hundred percent. Trev, I've got to ask you this question. <laughs> You talk about looking after your body. Do you recommend stretching before a surf? You know, you put your wetsuit on, you yep. go down to yep. the beach, straight out or have a stretch. What's no. gonna What's gonna um, serve you well in the future? That's a really good question too, because like if you come back to the the five things you said, like shoulder strength and mobility, core strength and control. Okay, so pelvic control, hip mobility, and then you come down. You got to have leg strength. Okay. And you've got it like, you know how I go on about leg strength all the time. So that's going to three, four, five things. I kind of work on those principles. And then you come back to the stretching. I believe in stretching and flexibility is good, but I believe in mobility. So there's a difference difference, between stretching and mobility. So mobility is how well your joints move, how they articulate and stretching is your muscle length. Okay. Now it, there might be a lot of other medical professionals and exercise professionals out there that can counteract what I'm saying in some ways. But I think for the, for, for surfers and athletes and people in general, and what I follow, you've got to have, if you lose joint mobility, you know, you can stretch all you like and you're not going to potentially get that movement through the joint. You're just going to get length through the muscles. So what can you do on the beach? Is there any mobility exercises on the beach before you paddle out or? There is. And I talked about that in the, in the seminar couple of nights ago and we we're sort of having a joke that if you stretch on the beach when i was growing up and we were all growing up yeah, yeah. you're like a look at this <laughs> i actually stretch <laughs> on the beach um trev well so yeah, I'm, everyone I'm does full. no but he was <laughs> oh, no, talking about talking back about in the like, day yeah 30 years ago but yeah, now back in the day you would have got some, you would have got beach. rocks thrown at you going, yeah nowadays yeah. everybody does it oh yeah like uh, you know um i i have a serious i do when i get down there I don't spend that much time, but I spend a fair bit of time rolling at home. I use a foam roller a lot because I find that helps yeah. my joint mobility mm. and then I get the muscle release at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll do a, a lateral hip lunge and I'll do a lot of shoulder-based rotations, just quickly get that going. And then I do- Is um, this on th- the beach? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I do a thoracic rotation. What are we talking like? Two minutes or ten minutes? So probably thirty seconds. Because <laughs> I'm Cause normally going fucking. fuck. I'm gonna yeah. be out there. What about, you're busy, what about you don't inchworms? Have, yeah. Inchworms good. Say again. Inchworms. What's what are an, they? What's an inchworm? That's no, you, that's a thing in your wetsuit between your legs, isn't it, Namo? <laughs> oh, he's, he's game. He's still got his headphones on. He's fuck's that, Namo? I don't even know what that that's is, called. A fucking, like, what's he doing? <laughs> That was like something I used to do at Arcadia. I think he's trying to do the uh, down dog, mate. Yeah. He's doing a down dog and then walking back up to it or something. They're like mountain climbers type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look there. I think if you go better than nothing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If what I do is I I roll at home before I go to the beach. 
Yeah. So yeah, like I'll wake up in the morning and or I'll do it the night before. Oh, and yeah. I, I, I roll at home. Like, and I always say to myself, two minutes is better than zero. Yeah, right. But if I jump on it, because sometimes I'm tired and I can't be asked, I jump on it next time I've done 10 minutes while my wife's watching TV. Yep. And I get a lot of it when I, I do the stick mobility. That's just the foam cylindrical roller. Yep, 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 100%. And you can line it and get your shoulder mobility on it. You can release your your thoracic spine. Mm. Um, so when, if you go down the beach, it is good to have a bit of a routine, especially if you've got a back issue or you've mm. got some hypermobility in your spine. But um, and I, I stretch my knees. So I do a, a quad stretch pretty much every serve. I have to the other one. What, just a standard just, quad stretch? Standard quad stretch, standing up yeah. into full flexion, trying to get my heel to my bum. What's your yeah. thoracic stretch on the beach, mate? What do you what do? You do? Like I just a, do a dynamic one. So like a little but twist rotation twist. or something. Yeah, yeah, rotational twist. And like, sitting or standing? Standing. Or, yeah. But you can do one, um, they call it the pancake, where you have your feet out in a V position and you just do that. And that really isolates yeah. it. I do that in because I do that in the practice with with guys sometimes, but I think um, yeah, like you you can do your stretches on the beach if you if you need you know if you have something that's an injury or you have some uh, you know an injury that you're managing or if your body really needs that. But I think you can prepare yourself before that as well. Um, does that make sense? So it's a lot of the preparation work you do outside of. Um, surfing as well that's where i try and get guys into come and do surf prehab and manage all their injuries because if you go down if you don't rehab your knee and you don't do some of your foam rolling for your back mm. and things like that then mm. you get down the beach two minutes of stuff down there is not gonna no. potentially help you as much it's still important yeah. and i and i think the principles of stretching like if you do dynamic ballistic movements before like pre-game you know, so you fire your body up. Yeah, you see all, all the then, pros do that these days. Yeah. When you see them all warming up. They're doing oh, all sorts of weird ballistic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just juggling and nemmers. You, you see <laughs> Griffin Colin Pinto with a with elastic band around his ankles. Like, his monster yeah. walks. Everyone's I saw monster that. Walks. Weird yeah. sort of lunging That's and That's firing up his hips. Yeah. I've been That's doing those in the office every day. Yeah. Doing the side-to-sides with the little... What are you calling the the band, the micro band? Yeah, yeah, Theraband. Yeah, yeah, good. Now, what I saw Griff doing that a fair bit. That seems to be in his routine. And Sally Fitzgibbons was right into her whole like spinal rotations and hip rotations. And there's that that one where yeah, you know, it it's almost reminds me of um, mixed martial arts. And that's why the like I've Tai Chi or something. Tai Chi is good, and you know the yeah. Brazos man, like they they capoeira, capoeira and jujitsu is ingrained in their culture. We are only just catching up with all that as Aussie surfers in terms of training our bodies. Just speaking like of jiu-jitsu, T-Bone, yeah. how's your injuries, mate? Yeah. Well, I, I did the costochondral, is it costochondral on my right rib? Oh, yeah. So I did it last week. So I'm Got your ass again, to you by I'm just matching up the other, the left side. Yeah. <laughs> and it was doing fuck all. So <laughs> arm drag to be, to be honest. Trev, you, you are a surfing specialist, physio. And that's obviously started down here at Dunsborough. Um, you said um, treating Taj probably was a little bit pivotal in, in that. But yeah, I want to thank him for for utilising my skills and, and yeah, I mean he's one of the best athletes in the world. So you must have felt pretty stoked to help him out. Great but, dude. Uh, on a day to day basis, obviously you were just starting to deal with so many average punter surfers like me and T Bone and Namo and everyone coming in there. Yeah. Um, and and then obviously, mate, we've we've got some pretty big names down here as well. You know, Carl Walsh and Jay Davies and 
um, Ollie Henry and all these guys at the extreme end of the sport obviously started trying to source you out because word of mouth like, hey, Trev's a froth and surfer. He's a physio. He knows what he's doing. He's got experience, but he's really focused on the surfing. Um, and I and I feel like the the last three or four years you, you've started really running with that. As as you say, you've got these other physios working with you at your practice, so you got all the normal stuff covered. And and you're sort of trying to specialize in surfing to a point. Is that fair to say? Yeah, hundred percent. And um, you know, I'm, I'm I feel really like um happy. And uh, what's the word like job satisfaction? Where yep. kind of sort of achieving those goals. And I didn't know how well it would happen. And I think I was sort of talking to my old man not long ago, saying I didn't really worry about how much money I was going to make and all that sort of stuff. I just wanted the practice to have a good name. Yep. I just wanted to look after people. You just wanted to and, and have just, a good I living. I just thought I'll, I'll do the yeah, and ha- I just want to do the work. And um, you know, Dunsborough is a, a place where you don't you got to do the right things, otherwise you 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 know, you sort of get left by the wayside. Yeah. And I just thought I'm going to try and just make sure I really look after people as best I can. And, and, um, and word of mouth is huge. And then I suppose a lot of the guys see me in the water. When I surf nowadays, I surfed down at Inge's like a couple of days ago when that swell hit, whatever. And yeah. Let, not to name the breaks and stuff, no, but, it's, but, um, doesn't matter now. But it's blowing out. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I just talked to everybody in the water it's and a couple of the guys the already knew I was going to come on the cast on, you know, tonight so yeah right everyone was talking about it and i love that being part of the community the surfing community and and pretty much every break i go to I'll, there'll be guys in the water i've treated tre- now and, oh mate and, i've seen it when i've surfed with you yeah paddling out and you'd some dude to battle yeah. out and they'd be slay trev and you'd be like oh how's your ankle mate like it's just yeah. like yeah it's good i'm out here and you know you're getting them back in the water and you I, know? I which on one hand you could maybe you should do a really shitty job with them all and <laughs> There'd be less people in the water. Sabotage. It's pretty crowded out there, mate. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that but joke a few times. We're all yeah. doing, we're all doing <laughs> yeah. our, our, our worst to uh, get people yeah. in the water, aren't but, we? Um, oh, mate, it's hectic. Mate, um, so you have sort of naturally uh, progressed to specialising in surfing. Yeah. Mate, you're starting to get recognised for that. I, I know all these things because I'm, I'm in there all the time with you, but uh, the West Australian Institute of Sport um, – came on board with you to, I don't know exactly what happened, but they were nominated you as the surfing specialist in the Southwest or something to do with like grants, but not for you, but for the actual surfers themselves were able to mm. use a government grant or something to come and oh, see you or something like that. Or how does it work? Yeah. What, what happened there is, um, there's a physio at Wace, West Australian Institute of Sport. Um, yep. this guy, Ryan Campbell, like Cambo. And he, I remember him from some of the things I did with, women's basketball and netballs. So I did a bit of basketball too. And so they were sending that they, they've got Bronte, Jack Robbo and Jacob Wilcox as scholarship, um, surfers, um, because surfing is in the Olympics now. Um, they've got a 10 year strategic pathway for surfing for the future. Oh, yeah, um, so it's really becoming noticeable as a sport. Nice hat. Damn it. And like, <laughs> thanks to down South physio. <laughs> Trev's just nice shirt too. Buses out. Hats for the team. <laughs> yep. Sick. Yeah. And, and then, so they. So it was part of the were, Olympics. Had a, a bit of a reason, a bit of yeah, a factor all, behind it, eh? All that, and they just realised how much surfing is progressing as a sport professionally. I talked about that in the seminar a couple of nights ago, and um, so they said, "Oh, they were following some of the things I was doing down here," um, and uh, they had other physios that they kind of looked at in VAS, but then 
I think with the surf prehab and then just word of mouth and then it just gradually filters through. And um, it's kind of like if you have a coach for the AFL, they've normally played AFL. Yeah, that's right. right. Oh. And they understand the, the game. I wouldn't say normally. That it would be they, a prerequisite, pretty much wouldn't every it? Yeah. Every single yeah. one. Yeah. 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 And and that's how I like it. And and even there's a guy, um, Chris Perk and um, Tex, who, who's the, one of the West Coast Eagles physios and he's a, a, one of the WA's best sports physios, a sports specialist, a specialisation physio. And he, he loves footy. Yeah. He's done nine premierships with North Beach Footy Club or something. Everyone yeah. knows him. Mm. And he's a legend. He's a classic. And he's, he's ultra smart and he's dedicated and he's high energy and he he's works hard. passionate about footy. So yeah, that's why he's good at being a physio footy specialist. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I think it's just as a natural kind of thing that happened and I just froth out the surfing. I love this region. Like when you were saying how you loved driving down Wildwood Road the other day and yeah. looking at toilets and stuff or whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> so, what were you talking about before? That brand new Dunny flush system or something. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no. I love I love this region too, like just like you guys. And I just wanted to get to know everybody and look after surfers because they because I reckon surfers are brave. We're in waves of consequence here. Um they have pretty significant injuries. Um lacerations are considered the most prime injury for for surfing and that's what they in, in the hospitals they tend to see all the head and neck laceration yeah. stuff yeah yep. for me i get all the ligament based all stuff musculoskeletal ankles, knees there's spinal stuff in, as well but you know there's a lot of overuse in the in the shoulder i mean kale i've looked after a long for a long time I have a really good rapport with him he's 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 a legend um he's done some unreal work with me with his he had a syndesmosis in his ankle um, which is a high ankle sprain, bad ligament injury that can be quite sort of career threatening for for a sports person. Um, and then Ollie, oh, sorry. To keep to, I was going to ask you a question when you stopped. Keep going, okay, mate. Okay, well, gonna... I'll tell you one more with Ollie Henry. <laughs> Ollie Henry is such a dude, mate. Like he, I crack up when he comes in, and and that's the other thing. I just have a lot of fun with these guys. Like we we get serious and we do the work, but. My brother taught him and he's, he's hilarious. And he, he fractured his spine, um, up in Nalu when he was younger. Yeah. And he's peeking out about it and Wisey put him onto me. Yeah. looked after Wisey heaps. Mate, that guy. Have a listen to our previous episodes with Ollie Henry. Yeah. And Wisey. Yeah. And, and Wisey. Wisey. Yeah. yeah. And Wisey. Yeah. Ollie um, Henry talked about that injury, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. He sure did. Wisey, mate, he had a really bad sort of scenario with his knee and he worked his ass off. I've, I've got a lot of respect for that guy. He really put like the work in for his rehab, and he surfs accordingly as well. Absolutely, yep. accordingly surfboard or oh, sorry, yeah. in, in, in accordance <laughs> with how oh, hard he goes sorry. with or his rehab. Odyssey. All right, let's let's <laughs> drop let's, the mic. Yeah. Let's let Tyrone ask his question. Uh, yeah, thank you, yeah, Andrew. Yeah, thank you. Hand thank up you. For a bit. No, no, I was going to ask, mate. You know, an eighteen-year-old and a forty-year-old. Are you seeing two different injuries, like an ankle for an eighteen and a back for a forty? Yep. Very good question. And did are you, knees the most common up? industry? Uh, common industry? Common injury in the <laughs> industry. <laughs> common odyssey. <laughs> common is is knees are just across the board, all generations? Um, what do you see in an 18-year-old and what do you see in a 40-year-old? Yeah, well, well, in um, in an 18-year-old, like, well, it depends on the area, okay, of the Down body. Here, yeah. Um, oh, okay. And one thing with oh, – how, <laughs> yeah, how do I answer that question? Like with the – when we presented this study a couple of nights ago, 
It was four mid strengths and he's just on fire. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. That's why he always goes home before eight because otherwise he turns into this guy. I want I want this guy more often, to <laughs> yeah. be honest. That's uh, good. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry, Jeff. Nah, all good. We're just ripping on T Bone here. Well, with with that um article that I got a lot of info out for that presentation, uh there was eight thousand injuries recorded with eight and a half thousand surfers. In the southwest? Um no, no, it was US based and, and Australian data. So it was okay. like a systematic review thing. And um I reckon what they need to do next is start doing subcategories of surfers, like just testing elite surfers, yeah. okay, and just testing surfers at a competition level, um, and then testing an older surfer who's advanced. Because one of the big risk factors for injury is if you're over forty and you're an advanced surfer, mm. okay. What so is as it? He's in that risk category. He charges, and he's over forty, and he's but he's, you know, and he looks like a Wolverine. So <laughs> So you, so it's a matter of like, you, it, you're right. You got to categorize or, or put sort of these subpopulations of surfers in. To, what to would a charge out. over forty typically be facing injury wise? I, well, I reckon, like, I don't see a torn hamstring in a young eighteen-year-old surfer. Yeah. But in older surfers, I'll see a, a strained hammy. Yeah. Okay, or a torn hammy, or or even one before Christmas it ripped off the bone. Um, Ouch. And then, but you will see MCLs in a. Like Cade Martin, who I took surfing before he went over east, and he's absolutely ripping down at um, Karate's, and he he just had a recent MCL over east. And yeah, right. Have they moved over there? Yeah, he's at, a, he's at a he's at a surfing school over there. There you go. Um, he's a Cade shredder, young he, Cade didn't Martin. Didn't he? He won like a something to do with a um, high performance center, like a yeah. He got a scholarship. Scholarship, or something. yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, and he's he's he like he's steely eyed. He was doing the surf prehab with the Groms before he left, and um and you, I suppose one thing you see with like teenagers and adolescents is growth plate issues, but I haven't seen a heap of that with surfing. You see it with running sports, like that, like around about March, April, they all come in with Osgood schlatters in the knee because they're changing from basketball to footy. Um, or if they're a bit younger, they have severs in the ankle and it's like the tendons pulling on the growth plate, yeah. soft area of the bone. But you know, and in younger surfers, like in their 20s, you'll see what we call slap lesions in the shoulder, which is more like a subluxation of the shoulder and it, and it damages the labrum, which is the, the cartilage ring that holds the ball in the socket. That's called a slap lesion. And, um, but in an older surfer, you might get chronic tendon issues like you know, tendon tears or fraying or strains of the rotator cuff or and then severe impingement. And that's sometimes due to lack of mobility through their shoulders and their thoracic and they've been on the computer or w- at work and or dealing with families and not been able to attend to themselves. Because, you, know, you know, it's like as we get older and you've got a family and a job, you're on the bottom rung holding everything <laughs> up. And you, your kind of health is that, that, you know, it's last a little bit. But you've got to mm. make time to – like you – I don't know if I said it earlier, but you're uh, kudos to you that you come in ads every week and do do your rehab. He is quite disciplined. I've noticed. He's, he's I'll even, with his. Uh, he's extremely disciplined. He even is this prehab or rehab? What this is it? Rehab. Now? He this doesn't really do prehab. He's like he's a rehab specialist. He's a rehab yeah. man. Yeah. And he marked his territory, the machine. I has won't he? say how, but he marked it. And no one <laughs> wants to go near it. No. Nah. And um, that's his little, spot, mate. He just yeah, talked yeah, to it until yeah. it submitted. <laughs> <laughs> He's ball sack out and verbal jujitsu <laughs> specialist. I'm a black belt. <laughs> well, he's got his own little contraption in the shed quarters. Yeah, here, I did. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh, I, I haven't been using that as much because, you know, 
It's got probably, covered in is, forest of wine boxes and <laughs> cheeky monkey. <laughs> he paid me with cheeky monkey for a while. Yeah, so. I did, didn't I? Yeah. yeah I got all the secondhand cans that were like bursting in the fridge. Yeah, there was that one that blew up in the fridge. That was good times. Yeah, the, mate, the hand grenades are the best ones. Yeah, it's an unders. Yeah. Ca- coming back to that last thing I'd say with your question, I don't know, hopefully I answered it yeah. well enough, but yeah. I think knees are something that like I'm a pretty I'm pretty passionate about that side of it. Yeah. And I wanna that session we run with you, I eventually want to make that a knee-hab. Yeah. Like yeah. just solely for knee oh, patients. Oh, knee-hab. Because yeah. I mean it's seventy five percent of the time it is anyway. There's a lot of knees. Yeah. yeah. And that can be any age. One yeah. question about <laughs> knees, especially when you get a bit older. How, like, for, for me, for example, I've never had the same knee. This is probably 30 years ago I had the, I had the um, ACL. Yeah, the T-bone wants to how, how, how many How many steroids is too much steroids? <laughs> is what T-bone wants to know. <laughs> like, this is, this left knee is good, right knee shit. Can I ever, ever get right knee better, like, up to a 80%? Is it possible? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it reckon. doesn't seem the muscles grow or do anything. Do they just... Remember when you first came in to see me a few years ago, I think Tommy Trigwell sent you to me and like, he's another guy. See, he's a guy who's had knee recons as oh, well. TNT. Oh, Back mate. in the lubrication days, he was always surfing with braces on his knee and still ripping the bag. Yeah, and he still rips now yeah. and like look after Tommy. He's, there's a guy who looks after his body or pays attention to it. Um, can you bring the muscles back though? You, know, you can. For a got long, to, after a long, I'm talking 30 yeah, years now. Yeah, yeah but it's it just, gets harder. You, mm. you, your, your muscle physiology changes as you get older. Yeah, sure um, does. And you get wrinkles on the inside, as we call them, in terms of. She, you know, that's yeah. what the missus says to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. It's, it's easy to wrinkle yeah. on the inside. You, you just, yeah. If you don't have a job, if you don't use it, it yeah. <laughs> mate, if you, if you don't have to work full time and you've got money, you can just train. All the time, and you could get it back, but yeah. it's just hard when you've got a normal life, and that's why the the uh, professional athletes they can do it because mate, that that's everything. All they've got to do is focus on their injury, and that's what I found with mine in that short period of time. I wasn't a professional athlete, but I had income protection insurance, and it allowed me to rehab every single day. And I just I, I was just like, you mate, went if, hard, didn't you? Well, I. Because I was financially able to because mm. of my insurance. But, yep. it, you know, so I think that's a massive factor, mate. You could do it, but you not you can't go to work. So you make, make sure I just you think muscle protection insurance, everyone. I noticed <laughs> yeah. with you as well, Namu, that you came in recently and you dropped a few kgs and you were trying to fix your back because you came in a few times when your back was in an acute phase. And we sort of talked about a few things and hopefully I ironed you out well enough. Um, and there was a knee issue, but... I think all of a sudden I could see whatever that was, maybe just before Christmas, that you you were changing yeah, your yeah. lifestyle factors. Because the the best remedy is to exercise and rehab. It's just the longest remedy. Yeah. yeah but then, so you, then yeah. you went away and I, <laughs> and, I got, and I got COVID and did another disc. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't serve from December until February. That's oh, right. really? Yeah. Oh, they should have messaged me, mate. Well, I was seeing Kate and she was doing a brilliant she job. She's better than me. Out. She's yeah. better looking. Yeah, shout out to Kate. <laughs> yeah. Trev, I've got, to, I've, I've got to ask, you know, with young surfers today, I like to do um, big punts. Yes. Yeah. So in footy, we strap ankles. Yeah. Why don't we strap ankles in surfing? Well, I have. Like if you look at um Would it help? Would it would it uh, help prevent yeah, yeah. an injury? Because I, I take I, it as the most common injury is, is a sprained ankle, is that right? 
You know how I said earlier surfers go and feel? So we talk about what's called proprioception and proprioception is your spatial awareness and you know the nerves feeding into your joints and your muscles and your ligaments and you only have to hold your arm out with your eyes closed and your body kind of knows where your hand is. And so surfers are heavily naturally wide. If you start strapping things left, right and center, you, you, no you muck around with that. So no good. Perception. Yeah, so it mucks around with their proprioception, which they don't – they're not going to go, oh, this, this is fucking up my proprioception. They're just going, oh, it doesn't feel right. Right, 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 and, right. And that's why, you know, occasionally you see gymnasts strapped a little bit, but yep. I don't think heaps. Like footy players, like footy and netball, like you're sort of like you're protecting from end range movements as with a surf and you kind of want to push to end range movements sometimes. Um, so if you're not injured, don't strap fucking up. Fucking good answer, Trev. I no, just got to yeah. throw that out there. That was that's really interesting. That's a good okay. question. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah, you're not question. injured, question, don't strap yeah. up. Is that what you're saying, Trev? More um, or less. I, well, well, you look at that soft serve movie of Kale, and he was that was he came through his rehab with his syndesmosis, and he went over to I think Quicksilver sent him over to the US, and he was with some dude over there, and he came back and said, you know, was, that was a bit of a didn't really link with that guy. And I said, yeah, come back in with me, mate. I'll get you going and we'll keep it local. <laughs> we, Down like South that. Physio, of course. And I, yeah. and I just put him into his rehab a bit. I, we, we tried with the rehab a little bit and failed initially. And I sort of rethought about it a bit. And he was trying to figure out his injury. He's only young. Pretty heavy structural injury because the syndesmosis is like up between your fibula and your tibia. And it's like a heavy connective tissue Um too many years or and if you if you separate it then you can't weight bear on your ankle you can't weight bear on your board and in footy they'll put a pin through it quite often yeah right there's actually a shout out to crystal as well from yelling crystal up simpson from yelling she's up going Circle. through that injury with a fracture yeah right and she's had a few tough sort of scenarios with her injury and she's she's pulling through Mate, she's, she's probably still out now. there teaching people to surf and Holding oh. two kids on her arm and yeah, I can't mate, carry around the beach the day with She can't little, help herself. She's, yeah, she's going hard. Still help. Still doing the surf schools, mate. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, no. a, she's I, a tough woman. She helped. She's um, a great surfer too. Stylish. She's a great surfer and she's got a really cool attitude. And she um, was teaching my daughters. So part of the yelling up surf school late last year and and yeah, she was so good with them. She even told me she goes, oh, you know, I get really good surfers come down trying to teach their kids, like shoving them into waves and yeah. He's got to sit back a bit and let them glide into waves and feel it a bit. And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She sort of coached me how to coach. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not get too frothed out on my own kids. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he, Kale came in and did a whole lot of rehab with me. And I still use some of the videos of it. And he just set his mind to it and he got strong mm. and his legs got strong. I mean, he's young. And then mm. he, he was wearing a brace at wide up. Mm. At the beginning of that, if you look at the beginning of that movie, um, you'll see him taking off under the hood and he's got a big brace on the, on his, on his foot, yeah. um, on his ankle. And, um, he got rid of that after a while cause he was just using it for confidence. And he even said now, like I think he was over in Ireland or somewhere recent last year and, um, I think he restrapped it cause he had a retweak, but he, he's learnt now to not worry about it. Cause I think a lot of injuries you can you know, we catastrophize and we be apprehensive with movement and fear avoidant with movement and things like that. It yeah. happens with the spine heaps. Yeah. And that's our job as physios, as, as our movement specialists that we kind of mm. help get through that. Ollie Henry was like that. He was holding his back really hard. Mate, I've, yep. I can back that up 100% because when I did my rehab with you, I wasn't ready to get in the water. 
and you made me fill out a little mental survey. Oh, that's right. And then it came back and you're like, mate, you failed miserably. And you were really shocked. And I thought, oh, no, this is normal. I just answered like. Yeah, you're pretty good at pumping yourself up and talking. Yeah, (laughs) but I I was like, every answer I was like 50-50. And he's like, fuck, I thought. What were some of the questions? It was all just like, how do you feel? uh, What are your chances of re-injuring your knee next time you do your activity and all this? And I was like 50-50. And Trev's like, fuck, I thought you'd be way more confident than that. And I said, he said, just answer it quickly and honestly. So I did. But in relation to that point that Trev was making, he pushed me into the surf way earlier than I thought I would have myself. And it's because you do all these exercises and movements with an injury and you're like, is this pain benefiting me or is this pain detrimental to my Mm. recovery? And have someone like Trev in your corner saying, no, no, this is okay you feel a little bit of pain, it's okay. Keep pushing through it. Whereas if you're doing it by yourself, mate, you don't know no, if it's negative no. or positive. And that's is a massive part of what you were saying there. So you can give someone that knowledge to go, oh, you can you can work through this and you're ready, you can deal with it. It's a little bit in your – there's a lot in your mind, not a little bit. There's a lot in your mind, but you know that physically he, he gives you the confidence to go, mate, your graft is strong – You've done some work, you know, that mm. little bit there. Mm. Don't worry, you, you can take yeah. it on. So, yeah. mate, I highly recommend anyone out there listening, all you surfers, if you want to get into it, like you work with a good physio because it's those little moments that can either. Do you know a good physio, mate? <laughs> well, I'm just talking about crew over east and stuff. You know? <laughs> Down south physio. Yeah. Namu. G'day, it's Callum Robson. You're listening to Barrel Surf Podcast. You. So, Trev. Tell me about, we've talked a little bit about this, but the prehab and rehab course that you run at Down South Physio, give us a bit of a background on that, mate. Oh, yeah. No, thanks for asking that question. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, Rehab, physio rehab. We use reformers um, and a fair bit of other equipment. There's a big cable machine. uh, There's a trap table. There's some BOSUs and weights. And um, we have uh, a swim trainer just to simulate paddling a little bit. Um, Have a few other gadgets but if you have a surgery a knee reconstruction uh, we have a lot of hip and joint replacements uh, back surgeries um, shout out to Jace um, Bromley Brom he just came back into prehab last night after going through a long bout of you know, back surgery or two back surgeries and a long bout out of the water um, and rehab is really for when you're coming back from injury you've maybe got a medical condition so there's a lot of you know, so the general population patients that, oh, excuse me, and elderly patients who, and, and younger patients, um, maybe a fracture, um, maybe um, the, uh, we have a bit of NDIS stuff, which is a you know, national disability insurance scheme that Julia Gillard set up. So we have people who have maybe some form of congenital thing where, where they're born with like a, a tendon issue or, or something um, that's a bit more involved. So that that's rehab. And sure. that helps people who are in pain. There's chronic pain stuff involved with that. Um, that helps people come out of an injured state or, or an operation or a medical or, or, you know, sort of manage a medical condition. That's really important because they might not be able to access other um, exercise avenues. Um, yeah, we awesome. try and encourage that. Like I really encourage to go to the gyms or like the movement and KTs across the road and um, Dunsborough Gym and, there's other personal trainers around the place that we, we refer to and yoga instructors. Um, but 
I kind of, what happened was we, you know, <coughs> we went, got a lot of people through rehab and then, and they're all physio guided. You're always with a physio and we get to talk a lot. I love it. Cause I just had to talk the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, you could have been a good physio, mate. You could be a knee specialist for sure. Um, and a, and a mullet specialist too. That'd be pretty good. Um, but the prehab kind of came about cause people didn't want to like finish up with us. They wanted to continue some of the exercise options that we had and, and that they felt safe with a physio. Like you've come back from your knee recon, you've gone through everything, but they want to continue. And so we just developed these group sessions where you can still use a, a rebate with your private health from a, a, a group or class code. And they're just a step up, basically a progression. Um, and some people do the prehab combined with their, you know, their gym work that they do. So, yeah, yeah. Um, there's one guy who I've looked after for ages, uh, Matt Allen, Raddy. He's an MMA legend, weapon, and he surfs and born and bred around here. He's such a good dude. And he he does a bit of stuff with Sean Spooner, who's a legend as well. Um, does some of his own training. And he just comes in and trains with me prehab-wise the surf stuff and he has a good combination. Yeah, so yeah, nice. It's a good. It's just a a good progression um, component that we have. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sweet. Namu, I've been lucky enough to been working on one of my favourite roads in the southwest, Wildwood Road. It's a beautiful little valley road nestled it's in there. Very nice road. Oh, it's it. a lovely road. Lots of trees and lots of vineyards, and one of the best Forester estates is nestled right in the heart of the Yelling Up Valleys on Wildwood Road. What have they got for us, Nami? I'll tell you what, big news in the Australian wine industry is that the James Halliday Challenge for Cabernet has been taken out by our friends at Forrester Estate. Fuck yeah. It is a huge, huge accolade for these guys. We've been banging on about Forrester for a while now, and the reason is because it is amazing bloody wine. So if you've got a big night coming up, a nice date, an anniversary, get into it with your friends from Forrester Estate with their delicious Cabernet. We owe them a round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) Nice work, Forrester. How those hammies feeling? Oh, I've got a bit of a lack of hammies, but I've been trying my best, T-Bone. But uh, been giving them a good workout at Down South Physio, Ooh. mate. It's the place to be in Dunsborough if uh, you want to just keep surfing or you're trying to fix an injury. Trev and the gang at Down South Physio have got you covered. They uh, they're surfers and they know how to keep you in the water. Just don't mention any golfing injuries because I may or may not have accidentally thrown his club in the lake last weekend <laughs> at a surfing slash golf competition. But apart from that, down south is the only bit of So, Adzi, what fine frothy beverage have you been consuming of late? Mate, I love a good limited release from Cheeky Monkey. Uh, they get me excited. They usually pack a bit of a wallop and, uh, you know, mix up the flavours. That's what Ooh. the craft beer is all about, limited Fuck releases yeah. and yes. specialty beers. The New Zealand IPA, 7%er. Ooh. It's an absolute ball terror. It's called Better Be Home Soon. Uh, the taste is uh, tasting notes, a powerful first impression of bloody delightful levels of resin and pine, mm. which is longhand for it just fucking tastes real good. You'll never get home soon with that fucking 7%er, <laughs> Zazzy. <laughs> You'll be already. Yeah. 
Hey, T-Bone, how's your health at the moment, mate? I've never been feeling so much better in my life now. Move 75 vitamins and minerals on a single serve in the morning. Fuck, yeah. It's keeping the spicy cough away. Never felt better, Nami. Everything. He's talking about AG1s. AG1s, athletic greens. Get onto it, crew. I'll tell you what. It's certainly given T-Bone a bit of a vibe, hasn't it? He's fired up, isn't he? Put it in a shaker. Fucking give it a good shake in the morning. Woohoo. Um, we've, we've talked to, obviously... Fair about surfing and uh, where where you've been, where you've come from, and all the rest of it. As you were saying before, that you've you've got some sort of pretty exciting developments coming up in terms of the wazzle. Oh yeah, I'm really happy about that. Um, I uh, I got asked, I got rung up and asked to be the physio for the Mark River Pro uh, this year. Yeah, sweet. And um, thanks, mate. No, I'm really stoked. Uh, I, it it was a nice surprise, and it felt like um, the right sort of progression for me um, with all the work I've been doing in the region and uh, the WSL doctor, a guy named Alan McKillop, I'll give thanks, um, he, um, uh, he he rang me up and um, said I had been, my name had been thrown out. There's there a guy named Darren Sargent who's um, from Peak Podiatry in Perth who I used to work with with the West Coast Fever and he works for the Dockers. He's a sports podiatrist and he threw my name out. Doctor was ringing up and asking about sports professionals that would be linked to surfing and, and my name came up. So, and then funny thing was I went, oh, cause I had to send my CV, hadn't updated that for a while. So oh. what are you most excited about oh. apart from rubbing a goat? You've been waiting to say that in the whole <laughs> podcast, mate. Like, that'd yeah, be well, it'd be pretty cool. And, and it, it kind of reminds, I did get um, like in oh, I just rub a little bit down further down there, Tramp. <laughs> I got a I got, I got a knobbly knee, <laughs> but um, there's so many things. No, mate, it must be pretty exciting. I mean, it's really you know, exciting. Yeah, you, I know you're. I know you're beaming. I, I, you told me the news, and I was stoked for you, and you were stoked. And why wouldn't you be? Like, mate, it's the absolute. It's, ran- it's the top level that you can get to is to go. Hey, the WSL. We're lucky enough that they come to our town. They only go to ten towns, you know, around yeah. the world, and yeah. they're coming to our town and. And they've rung you up and said, hey, can you be the physio on, on-site physio? It's pretty cool. That's awesome. And then man. also, mate, well done. But what will it cost for you to <laughs> rub a couple of injuries <laughs> into some of the brazos? <laughs> oh, like, no. I knew this was coming, at you. I knew <laughs> it was coming. Might just try and crunch the crap out of them. Yeah, yeah just yeah. maybe. Well, I'll tell you what. He I'll got be... a sore knee. He'll let me fix that and just bugger his meniscus or something. It was. It kind of worked out really well when I, when I spoke to the doctor. Um, I was telling him this and that and he goes, oh, yeah, I can, yeah, he goes, yeah, I can tell you're enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah, probably mate. give you the job. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I've got um, uh, a shout out to Simon Legenti, so who's um, Margaret River physio. I've got him on board with me and I, I meant to say, like I was there in 2019, Taj put my name forward to Chris Prosser, who used to be the chief medical officer for the, for the Wazzle and uh, was for a long time. And he's a chiropractor dude and got a, a lot of respect. He's got a really um, strong um, connection with Slater. And um, I think he's rubbed the goat a few times. <laughs> he's probably cracked the goat a few times, cracked actually. Cracked the goat. But yeah. But I rang up um, Chris Prosser. He was really cool. And he he gave me access to the, the pro in 2019. And I was in the competitors area. I was just hanging out with the doctor. And, and my joke was always, or my claim was that I did a piss next to Ryan Callanan. He said g'day <laughs> to him at the Dunnies. Like, hey, R. Cal. And he was like, hey, mate. Like, he was pretty friendly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't look or anything. I just nah, did my business and got out of there. But no, I was kind of. 
hanging out there and then yeah, so the thing is you would have been looking down and he would have been thinking oh this weird pervert but you're actually <laughs> looking at his quads going shit how many reps did he do this morning mate he's got <laughs> hell quads and like mate, how's jack robbo's quads jack, jack robbo's quadzilla yeah it was i'd love to yeah. know his training schedule because yeah. he, he does see all the breathing stuff he does oh, he's, mate, mate, he's he's strong kid oh, and he's like, crazy he's strong. Focused, he's hey? mentally yeah. physically yeah he's unreal his lungs are strong he's something's going on yeah i don't know him. him i've never i've seen him i remember seeing him when he was about 14 yeah 10 years ago or something and it was and he made it it was like solid i was shitting myself yeah and he was just getting tubed and it looked like it was 10 foot he was only yeah. tiny you know? <laughs> he finds a tube look at him in portugal jersey oh, so good and i didn't follow up with the um with the pro after that because obviously covid happened yeah and then they've rang me up this time and they've said um they wanted to use local providers and they had, I think they had a few chiros last year and they said they just wanted to progress to the physio side of it, which sounded pretty cool. And yep. I don't have any, I'm, mm. I'm a Manips sports physio, I click and crack people and, um, but I do the physio side of it as well. And, and, and I don't have anything against chiros. I think there's good and bad chiros, there's good and bad physios. I always say that. Mm-hmm. I think it's all about. Because some, some physios and some chiros do have a little. Oh, they do. Yes. There's, on, there's a com- competition with it, but yep. I, I just think it's about who who um, works properly as a practitioner with their skill set and their scope. Um, but, yeah, I think they said they wanted to have um, people who are – or physios there this year who are going to work on the surfers. They've got their home – they've got their team at home, their medical team yep. um, or their personnel. They don't need someone here trying to solve all their problems. Yep. Like they want If they're here for the comp, they need a physio who's going to maybe work on them Acute care, exactly. Maybe yeah. use strappings if there's an injury. Yeah, um, push the blood out of the ankle and the get it back on the court. <laughs> exactly, basically. that's yeah. what I was thinking about. Yeah. That yeah. manage a hematoma, manage a you know yeah. a, a rib contusion. Yeah. Um, it's not if the they've long got game, a stiff neck, I can I can work on that. No problem. So it's all about manual therapy. Maybe diagnosing things if that needs to be done. Maybe giving them some advice on some movement stuff, and then getting them in the water while they're yeah. here. <laughs> the Clive Palmer Cup for the biggest tool or otherwise in surfing. Have you got one of those, Trev? I thought Is there about, anyone that's been I thought about this week call. and, and um, I don't know if it's been mentioned before but and it's not to do with surfing. but does need to be. The, only, the biggest tool I can think of is Vladimir Putin. Or, oh, yeah. And yeah has that yeah. been said already as a Clive oh, Palmer Say it Cup? again, mate. Say it again. Well, that's all right. I just thought I'd say it again largely because I don't have any beef or anything with any surfers or anything like that and – I watched that Make or Break recently. Have you seen that show on Apple yeah. TV? Yep. And it kind of made me feel have a little bit more respect for guys like Medina and things like that. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and I just think with Ads's missus being from the Ukraine, and I think your wife's from yeah. Ukraine yeah. as well, yep. isn't she, Timo? Yes, so mate. I just thought that was relevant for you guys for me to say that that he's a he's a fuckstick. Yeah, he no, is a big fuckstick. Yep. Yeah. I know. I know the boys would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, that is. He's a fuck it's a very good one. T Bone, have you got a Clive Palmer for us tonight? Oh, I don't. I've got a Steve Irwin. I, all right. I, I don't. Don't have a Clive. All right, this is all about Trev. What have you got, mate? I know you've got two. If that's yeah, that's okay. fine, mate. You can have I two. Wanna, I want a surfing one. I just want to say very quickly, Jack Robbo. Because I just love what that guy's doing. Quadzilla. Quadzilla, and I'm even though I'm going to be working at the pro and I'll be looking after all the surfers. I'll. You know, I'm, I'm really hoping I get to meet him. Can you measure and his quads? I'll do, a, I'll do a quad circumference. I'll probably, <laughs> yeah, need, a, exactly. I'll probably need a massive tape measure for yeah. it. Get the calipers out. Like, Borrow me 30 metery. <laughs> <laughs> the roll yeah. out. I just love what he's doing though. He's so oh, focused and he's cool. Unbelievable, and he's like, and he's, isn't it? He's, um, 
his uh you know his speeches or, or after post heat interviews are, are wicked and he yeah and I think he um he's the epitome of an athlete because they say all the surfers on tour are all just as talented but it's who's got the mindset and who's mm. got the drive and who yeah. can put themselves to win a world title and he. He's quirky he's too. That, he's, eh? he's up there, he's isn't he? He's a bit quirky. Makes him yeah. interesting. Yeah. He's a bit quirky. And yeah. yeah. I don't think they've all got the talent though. They don't all have that all, ridiculous. Well, the, the top sort of eight probably. Yeah, but they don't all have that weird connection that he seems to have where it's not barreling and he goes out and gets a barrel. It's the Tom Curran connection. It's the hey? Tom Carroll. The yeah. Kelly had it for a while. Tom Curran. Yeah. 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 What happened sure at Trestles though? What happened at Trestles? He wasn't ready. When? He the wasn't last ready. finals. Yeah. He's fucking two foot nine sure. Yeah, it was shit, mate. Like, yeah. He can surf anything, right? What's but your second, Steve? Well, I wanted to do a local one um, for Aaron Cooper, who yeah. you mentioned before. And I want to do that on purpose because I know Coops for a long time. Um, we, we don't hang out heaps, or like, uh, but I see him in the water occasionally. He's a, he's a good surfer. He's an he's a, he's a unbelievably good footy player. Um, he's a tough unit. He's a good um, chippy uh, builder. And he's had a lot of um, uh, sort of he had a tragedy in his family um, linked to his wife that just happened a couple of weeks ago. That was really serious. Really? Um, yeah, there was a, a death in his family. And um, but I want to give him a, a shout out. And, and I can see he's under stress. He, he just came out of COVID. He's had a knee operation. He's got a boat um, trip book he's that got, he's got. He's trying to get to the Maldives. Ago, yeah, <laughs> that he I paid. Mean, he, he's know? like he's like a Wolverine. Hey, he's healing fast, but and he's he's ruptured his bicep at the same time. Oh. He did his meniscus in his, in oh. his knee, and he it turns out that he's got this anomaly with his bicep that's actually a tricep. Yeah, he. I really want to give him a shout out because he's also doing a job for me, a fit out for a new uh, project that I've got called the Dunsborough Sports Medicine Centre, where we're trying to bring. Well, we're actually bringing a sports doctor and there's a sports surgeon um, who are linked to the Dockers, uh, sports podiatrist, uh, Darren Sargent, but uh, Pete D'Alessandro, John O'Charlesworth are the doctors. Because you were saying there was, actually, uh, there, there was actually not a specific uh, sports medicine doctor in the southwest. They only no. came and went, but there wasn't one here full there's, time. There's been Gavin White in Bunbury, who's been really good. Which to those that don't time. know is an hour drive each way. Yeah, and, and so we're bringing that to the town as a small project I'm working on that hopefully gets a bit bigger. And, and it's not just like for down South physio, it's for all the the medical practices and the other physio practices and, and professionals working awesome. in the town and the region. So, um, and they've got a sauna and an ice bath, don't they? That I believe uh, T-Bone's been dipping his agates in lately. Oh, with it's, Craig it's Hindle. I've dumped, I've dumped in there a few – not dumped. Ooh. I've actually jumped in there. <laughs> a brown bath. I, finally, I was hoping I wouldn't make it like some form of – Let's just uh, acknowledge Coops as oh, yeah. your oh, yeah, Steve Allen salute. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Got I, I know Coops enough to say day and stuff. I don't – don't know if he listens to the podcast. Or maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I but, told him um, about it tonight. He's going to have a listen. He knows ads pretty well. He knows, yeah. he knows heaps of crew. He's born and bred around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are our Steve Evanslet for yeah. this week. Coops, well done, Matt. Condolences to his to his wife. Yeah, well, for sure, Cherie, for sure. Uh, before we do move on from the Steve Evanslet, I, I want to give you a nomination, Trev, because, uh, yeah, you probably are aware, but it really is impressive what you have done for the service in, in the region, mate. Yeah. Obviously, thanks for coming on the podcast, but thanks for all the work that you do to get us all fit and healthy. Uh, not only in the body, but, you know, fit body, fit mind. So, good on you, man. Like round of applause, Physio. Physiochiatrist. Physiochiatrist. Uh, I'm getting a bit red, but hey, right. I want to say to you, Namu, thanks heaps. Um, yeah, and, and to all you guys, Ads and T-Bone, I feel like I've 
become good mates with you guys. I really enjoyed being part of the surf and turf with you last year. No, yeah, that was, was fun, classic, mate. mate. That was good. That was good. And I, I love listening to you guys. Hey, so I say, I'm, and it's local, and you're doing it for WA, and we needed it. So yeah, yeah I'm so to be part of it. Thanks no. so much. Yeah, oh, no, man. fucking cool. absolutely. But we are not finished. Yeah, we. I feel like we've definitely uh, given everyone a taste of of your depth and passion for physiotherapy in terms of surfing. Let's get back to Reva Frothens Brown, <laughs> the non-professional, the just the good time guy who just loves to surf because that's who you are behind. Uh, what, what, once the doors to Down South Physio close and the and the uh, suit and tie, short socks and runners come off at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh, short socks <laughs> Yeah mate You run short socks Yeah but oh, you guys talking right? about my short socks <laughs> <laughs> You can't be a physio without short socks hey, Can I give a shout out to Al yep. And to Bree Barney The women's health physio Al yep. Horncastle Who's the other sports physio with us Yeah big um, Al Danika Danika Bailey Who's been yeah, with me good. for six or seven years She's an absolute um, workaholic and, and just lives the profession yep. um, Physio profession And she's been a huge part of Down South Physio yep. And Bree. then also the admin stuff like Bree Stewart, my manager, and then um, there's also Vanessa and Ainsley on the desk. Like, the whole Kate, team I've got Kate, now is unreal. Yeah, and Kate, I've got, we've already mentioned Kate a lot because she's yeah, better yeah. than me. The, the team I've got now is really helping the community, so it's not just me. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. No, it's a good team. You got, they're, they're all definitely yeah. worthy Steve Irwins as well, for sure. <laughs> um, but, mate, let's jump into back into uh, Trev. The frothing surfer. We know that you're all very professional uh, physio and all this stuff. And What's the question? Well, I've got a few questions. Uh, let's go, mates. Um, it, it was that one little one. I hit up Gareth before and he was like talking about this epic trip that you guys did. Uh, you alluded to it earlier. Um, it was obviously between your two knee surgeries where you were travelling through Europe and stuff and he just said how epic that trip that was. was. so I, good. I would like a little de worth. detail on that. Mate, tell us tell us about that trip. That sounds like a pretty cool trip. Uh, you and your brother. Um, yeah. Oh, mate, there was, oh, there's so many things I could talk about with that. But we, I remember we went over to Europe for two years and I drove around a van with two other mates and then my brother's, my older brother Stan as well, he got married over there to a, a German girl. So it was all about getting to that wedding at some point in Germany <laughs> and, you know, all these Aussie surfers rocked up and probably what I can say is we're in the, that German town and we all rocked up with like bleach blonde hair because we've been in France, Spain, Portugal for a few months. And Gareth and I had sick waves in Portugal. We like surfed almost every day and we work in this camp just doing these shoddy ding repairs. And, um, and then we weren't proper instructors, but it was all like Germans and Swiss and Scandinavians and English people that come down. And um, we were just sort of, you know, like token Aussies that we looked the part. And um, it was it, – oh, we, we surfed all around Paniche. Um, yeah, and all those waves up from Supertube. I surfed Supertube a fair bit. But up from there, there was a place called Legide and then up to um, Belgash and Armagray. We just surfed these hill waves there and, and then up in France and stuff. And But we were up in um, uh, Germany for my older brother's uh, wedding and we went – on a Bucks party uh, for my brother. And we got, ended up on, it was summer in Germany. So there were all these Aussies hanging out on this boat that the Germans had built. It was like a Viking boat on the river. Sick. And we put my older brother on a, on a, some form of, um, remember those bloody big, um, wave skis, whatever they are, or like 
windsurfer, windsurfer, a big like 10 foot windsurfer board. He had to get trailed behind the boat while we all just got <laughs> pissed on the boat. Really? And they'd laved out a, so you had your beer in one section and your schnapps in the other one. And they had a kangaroo skin. I don't know what? where they got it from. <laughs> they nailed it to the front of the... Um, kangaroo, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know where they got it from in Germany. Yeah, that's like, pretty, yeah, they yeah, nailed it to the rare. front of the boat and we would just throw beers out to my older brother while we all got pissed on the boat and just And moved. he got towed the whole he time. He got towed the whole way Did through. Did he have to stand up on <laughs> it? Sorry? Was he standing up on it the whole I don't... Way? I think so. We weren't going very fast, but we just got <laughs> mega drunk and then... Um, and I think we mooned half the town along the river. <laughs> like everybody, all these Aussie guys. And, yeah. um, and well, then that's pretty normal in Germany though, isn't it? Was it? Pretty, pretty loose. Well, it's not really. It was a no. small town. And then we got, off, buggers, we, when we got off the boat. It's a Australians <laughs> misbehaving in Europe. <laughs> oh, was, and we, we got off the boat and they, they, it was a tradition to burn the, the, groom, the, the buck's um, clothes. So my brother's, older brother's clothes got burnt. Right. And he was standing there with a, Cardboard cut out the while he's flag, wearing them, nothing or? else. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we dress him up in a kangaroo suit. These the German guys had made a kangaroo suit. Wow, we put all the beers in the pouch, yeah, and we had to walk through the town. And like, we were all like, no shirts, boardies, like, had my surfer Joe thongs, yeah, I used to walk the lefties track in, yeah, and um, <laughs> and we, every time we needed a beer, we just reach into his pouch. That's classic. And, like, <laughs> and then the apparently the cops, the police site got called up and said, Oh, there's all these half naked Australian guys walk, and, and one guy in a, some form of outfit <laughs> going through the town and like the police go, it's okay. We know who it is. Um, uh, it's, it's an Aussie bucks party. Yeah. Right. Like, tiny little town in Germany. And he got so drunk, my older brother, that he forgot about his tail and he walked across the fire and oh, past the fire. <laughs> fire no, no, one camp thing that we had and like, and burnt his tail. <laughs> so, like, and then, and he actually, he was cruising around. We ended up at a, at a concert or something, and there was all the and he kept he was yarn we well, yarn all these Germans and stuff, and he he forgot he was wearing a kangaroo suit. He didn't realise why <laughs> why was people were looking at him really weird. <laughs> but but then I, I'd have to say like that whole sort of scenario. I, I travel with both my brothers, and um and both my brothers live here. One just lives over the road here. The yep. other one used to live on your street here, Ads. And, yeah, yeah. And they're my best they're my best mates. So how good's that? I, and they I'm both pretty surf, fortunate. Didn't they? And they both surf. My my older brother um. Actually, I'll give him a shout out too because my older brother Stan actually lost his eye. Yeah, I was surfing. Gonna ask about that. Um, oh. down nose in, uh, of the board. Down at left, his nose of his board pressed into his um his eye, and he and his his globe ruptured, and oh, um, okay. that was really fucked. And yeah, he just had a bad divorce a couple yeah. of years before that, so he got double whammied. And uh. I should actually probably Is he still give surfing. Him, yeah, he he gets back in the water a little bit. Um, he um I think he's starting to. To get closer to, to doing a bit more, but yep. he um he I think he got sidetracked with a few yeah few other things and and concentrating on other things. But he um he's a legend and and um both my brothers I'm lucky they're they're my good mates. Yeah, so. well that just shows the depth of your uh passion and core for surfing. That you know both your older brother and your younger brother are both full on surfers. One of them's lost an eye to the sport, you know, and you're still entrenched in it. So. As much as we went deep into the physio, and that's obviously your profession and all that specialty, man. Like you are a surfer through and through, and so are your brothers. And fucking, that's why you're here, man. That's Same as you guys, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were sort of talking about it earlier with like, um, you know, when you asked me what what the question was to Molly Picklin, and I, I just think surfers are the bravest pricks that I that I know. Sorry, brave. Had a few beers, like um, the <laughs> bravest. Some pricks, of the bravest. Pe- what other sport? 
is it life and death when you paddle out? Yeah, they're not many, eh? I just think that's so brave and uh yeah, yeah I admire it. Yeah, yeah. wicked. Yeah. Mate, uh I've got a, a a couple of standard uh quick fire questions I'd like to bang out here if any of you boys have got any either. Put your hands up. What's the worst wipeout you've ever had, Trev? Oh, it can't be city beach growing. <laughs> no, no. We've come this far. Fucking no. talk it up. Have you surfed south of city beach growing, mate? Sorry, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, where I'm yeah, come well, down from Mexico, mate. You maybe know? don't mention it to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, worst wipeout. I mean, maybe accumulate. Was there any one of those wipeouts where the knee was an instant? banger out of your two knees or or have you had something that's worse what's your worst wipeout yeah no there's definitely a couple of fear-based ones so. <laughs> good tell us one of them oh yeah shit yeah i had one at nalu at centers where i just got 10 footer on the head and just got and then four waves on the head and got dragged a couple hundred meters that was fucking heavy two wave I, hold down i've had one of them? i didn't get a two oh no okay so my worst one actually fairly recent about Ooh. three years ago oh, and recent. i actually talked about it when i went and did the ocean one um, you know, um, water watermanship course with Joe Knight. Oh yeah. Um, because he said who's been spooked, and it kind of forced me to go and do it. Because I I was surfing North Point. I went there. I don't surf North Point very much anymore. I used to when I was younger. Yeah. Because this gets so hassled. So um, crowded with quality of yeah, surfers. Yeah. And they all charge. And and I I got there and I was like, there's only about eight guys out. I thought, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go out there. And I was six foot, easy. Yeah. And I got a couple, and then I. I was out the back and I got one off the ledge and I was like, shit, yeah, I'm in. Well, I'm onto this. And then I took off on one and I, you know, sometimes it just gets soup, soups out and boils. And I bottom turned and just bogged a rail and got the lip on the head and I, and I smacked the bottom. Yeah. And I, and I was like, fuck. And I, as I was coming up, I thought, oh, actually, that's not that bad. I feel all right. But when I came up, I was all like, okay, because I calmed down. I was like, oh, okay, I just surface easy. And when I came up, Fucking boom, one right on the head before I even got a breath. Ooh. And I got shit mixed. And yeah. um and I got halfway down the you know, the 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 point and then um I got back out into that channel bit and then <coughs> I was like, I'm No barnacle bills. I'm absolutely yeah, I'm absolutely fucked. And um and I managed I sort of hung in the channel for a bit. I thought I haven't been that I, I wasn't that fucked for a long time. And I caught another couple of waves and I said, I'm gonna go in. And I was in the Grace Gracie's after that, and you know the Gratis, like Ben Gratison. I bumped into him, yeah, and yeah. there was one of his mates, and I know them a little bit. And I said, oh, I just got shit mixed out. Then he goes, Oh yeah, that'll do that to you, and just walked off. <laughs> 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 and I went home. The funny thing was, I went home. It was like four o'clock in the Arvo, and I was like, I, don't, I was like an adrenal fatigue or something. I've never yeah. really had it. Maybe I'm just old, an old bastard now. And I, I passed out on the couch. Yeah, yeah, right. And the missus came in and said, well, what are you doing? Get Concussion. up and look after the kids. And <laughs> like, yeah, is that sleep in the Arvo? Like, yeah. I, and I, I, I just remember thinking about that going, there was like a, I reckon it was an adrenal fatigue or some yeah. form of, mm. I was just sapped of you energy. You got so heightened yeah. in that point yeah. of panic that there's obviously an aftermath. It was enough to make me go, oh, shit, I'm going to go and do that Ocean One course. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. But I'm not, I'm not a... I don't surf massive waves like yeah, but, you and stuff, but I, well, I, I don't dig sometimes. But yeah. Massive waves either, but <coughs> you can still have a worst wipeout in a three-foot wave. Like yeah. you still have like bad – yeah, doesn't matter, mate. You can – worst wipeouts are worst wipeouts. doesn't matter how big the wave is. It's just, yeah. you know, you can have a bad experience. What's your guys' worst so, wipeout? I, I don't surf waves over three f- 
three foot and I've had a worse wipe out. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. What's yours? Mate. But we're mate, talking about you, mate. Yeah, we're talking about you. But it, <laughs> but it is funny because if you actually look, I'll go back in my book there, Next Potty, um, I've actually had questions from listeners just going, hey, love the potty, blah, blah, blah. But you ask all these special guests some of these questions, some of them want to know want me to ask these questions to Namu and T-Bone. So yeah. I'm going to try to filter in some of these standard questions. But when we've got the three of us and we're doing a normal potty, we get caught up in like surf comps and fantasy and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But it's uh, our listeners actually want to know more about some of these guys. So I am going to filter that question in T-Bone and Namu. Fucking black and white right there. Maybe Mate, I'll come and hang out and just drink beer and listen to 100%, it. 100%. You can do that. You've done it before. Every, you've done yeah, it before. Do it again. Do it again. I'd like to do it exactly. again. Worst surf trip ever. Worst surf trip? No, I haven't really had really. I've never been skunked like there's zero waves. No, nah. I've been lucky like that. Have I think, or fortunate. Yeah, I do remember going to Tellos with our good mate Mickey Plowman. <laughs> he um, but he's so positive, and we're in the Tellos, and we actually got pretty good waves. But what what was annoying is they 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 have a boat that goes north, or two boats that go north. This is at latitude zero, and two boats that go south. Yep. And then you come back to camp that night and then they put the videos or the photos up and everything. And the guys that went north, we went south and got really small EPs, I think it was called, easy peasies. <laughs> easy peasies. It, it, it was enjoyable, <laughs> but it just it was just a bit small and like yeah, I was like average. wanting yeah. some tubes and stuff like that. And and the guys that came back from up north, we got shit hot waves and we were, it was kind of and Mickey was like going, Oh yeah, it's pumping. <laughs> Yeah, and he was, was on your trip. Up. Yeah, <laughs> he's very, he's very positive, he's ridiculously positive. But, yeah. but what was cool um, was that it did come back because then you, you you change over the next day. Yeah, they alternate, and they, it's a smart thing to do because you don't have four boats rocking up to one break and just because there was seven guys on each boat, and we ended up surfing. We surfed monkeys on our own. That wasn't too bad, and we but we had a this one place called Pine Trees that was pretty good. I saw Mickey get pulled into it. He's he's goofy. He pulled into a pretty big tube out there. I whacked the reef with my head because I can't backhand barrel ride very yeah. well. Unlike Mickey Plough, who's a master. Mickey's a fucking master. It's, he yeah. just owns super tubes as a goofy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't okay, know. Okay, well, I think it sounds it like your worst surf trip. It was just more. Actually, the, the, sounded pretty fucking good. Well, it was more. So I, maybe we should just, just ask you about your best surf trip then. <laughs> What's your best surf trip ever? I've been really fortunate. I've surfed. You know, I've been to South Africa. I've been a. Morocco. Morocco. Morocco was so good. I remember you telling me some Fuck cool stories about that. That, that. I reckon that's one of the best surf trips I had. But if I do say a really cool surf trip was when I went on my honeymoon to the Maldives. Oh, yeah. I went to Pastor Point. Yeah. And my missus was um, 20 weeks pregnant at the time. And I surfed three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like I think wake up, this I wake is up. a bit where you nominate your missus for a Steve Irwin. <laughs> I'd wake up at 5.30, go for a surf, and then she'd meet me at breakfast at 8.30. It was right on the deck there, so you could come straight in. Like, it was literally yeah. just outside there. Outside the shed. And I'd just yeah. see her there. Yeah, and she'd made me sit, like, so I didn't face the wave. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk to her. I'd just be like... And you know you can only surf there if you're on the island. So sometimes there's only, like, two guys out. And then I'd go, oh, I'd hang out with her for the morning. I'd go, oh, you might need a little lie down, honey. <laughs> and I'd go for another one at lunchtime. You look fatigued. And then we'd go for a little snorkel or something or I'd rub her belly in the arvo and then yeah. and then I'd go for one later in the in the evening before dinner. That does sound like the best that surf trip ever. And it was like I had a few days where it was like it was pumping. Sick. And it was just it did about 500 backhand rios for the week. That does sound like the greatest well, surf trip ever, doesn't it? Growing Not the greatest, but it was well, good setup. Mate, it sounds yeah. like one of the best. I mean, you're yeah. growing 
your little offspring, rubbing the belly, you're <laughs> walking five metres out of a luxury hotel to surf a Pacific Just had wave. a shotgun wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's, that sounds sick. Um, it's just a good mate, setup, I think yeah. there's I think there's a common theme here because we were just chatting over pizza earlier and you went on your uh, anniversary. What was yeah, that? Yeah, it was 10-year wedding anniversary. 10-year wedding anniversary mm. and that entitled... Uh, Surfing the Tullamarine Wave and <laughs> scoring a cyclone swell at Broken Head. <laughs> so funny. I think uh, it seems like there's a common theme running here. Yeah. Your best surf trip involves yeah. weddings and wedding anniversaries. Did you score a sick swell oh. at Broken's just recently? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I got the best waves that were probably on that coastline at the time. Um, but I had, I had a, I went to Broken Head and had a sick time. You know, the, we talked about the wave pool. I went to the wave pool on the way over. That was good experience. I surfed uh, Byron Main Beach. I saw caught up with my mate Jethro, Jethro, Jethro Headstrom, who's from Margs. He's oh, a yeah, yeah, physio who, um, yeah, he's a, he's a really good physio. He's such a yeah. good dude. He worked with me for a couple of years. He's moved over to Byron, so he lent me, uh, he lent us uh, his girlfriend's car, so we cruised around. And I surfed, um, went to go to the pass, but there's about 300 people out there, so I just surfed the main beaches. Still got waves. Had to paddle like a bastard. Man, it was wicked. It was really Doesn't good. Matter. Can was I, I say yeah. one thing? I did while well, I surfed in the cyclone swell and everything, and we went to the wave pool, rah, rah, rah. But Jethro mentioned this place called The Hut. It's a restaurant, and, it, and it's part owned by Maddie Wilco. Oh, yeah. And you've got to drive out to the hinterland. If you guys want to look after your wives or any guys out there want to look after their girlfriends, take Send them to Matt Wilco. Oh, and it was a degustation menu, like sick food, and they had Italian wines that were made from wineries that are about a thousand years old. And yeah, right. I came back from that, and the missus was in a good mood after that. And I went surfing the next day, so yeah, yeah. it was That's just awesome. a really good trip. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mate. So, That's um, awesome. question for you in that in that regard, mate. Honeymoon uh, anniversary. Where'd you surf the day your kids were born? My older daughter was born in Perth. Um, so I didn't actually surf that day. I'm just joking. No, um, nah, I, I thought that was a serious there. question. Hey, <laughs> are, are you, I can but see I do you're remember, pondering it I do seriously. remember my younger daughter was born at Busso when it first when it was just upgraded, mm. and I do remember surfing that morning. Oh yeah, and thinking, oh shit, maybe because you know you're not really meant to surf when you know your missus is due, but yeah, you kind of sneak out, mate. Um, you surf J Bay as well. I have, and uh, as yeah. a natural footer. Give us just a, a quick one on that. Mate, I... What I was, year, mate? What year? I was oh, in, I knew T-Bone was, was going to fire up there. 1996, <laughs> I remember it. Because I went over there, had a South African girlfriend and for a, quite a long time. It was in between my knee recons and I um I went over there for about three or four months and we drove all the way up the garden route. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we surfed, you know, Vic Bay and Mossel Bay and Steel Bay. And I had, yeah, Vic Bay is unreal. You know, natural footers landed the right hand. Oh, yeah. It's like the reverse of down here, you know. And, yeah. and Jay Bay, like, we're there for two weeks and my girlfriend just said, we have to leave. I haven't seen, <laughs> seen you the whole time, mate. And, and I, got it, I got it pumping. Oh, I, got, I got threatened. Um, I thought a big Africana dude was going to ju- like jump a punch me. He grabbed me by really? the wetty here because I – well, I didn't think I'd snaked him, but I, I just kind of at, – at Jay Bay. But I remember surfing at about six foot, only half a dozen guys out midweek. You know, it was late nineties, and just thinking, what the fuck, mate? This is—I've got photos of it. It was so Sick. good. And I had a—I had me a, those photos on day. I snapped a um my small board. My small board back then was like a six three. Yeah. Nowadays it's like a five ten. 
And um, and I had a six eight. That's all I had left over. And I just surfed out the whole time, and it was totally fine. Oh, of course, it's fine. And I actually, yeah. it felt good. Yeah, yeah. I'm an advocate for big boards. Uh, You boys got any last questions here? I've got an idea, As Why don't we get someone Uh to host the podcast and we just be guests? Wow. I'd do that for you. Of course you would. I knew you would say that. Do you know what? I reckon we get Mickey Plough and Trev to (laughs) host. There we go. I'll team up with Mickey. We'll be be the guests. Plough dog. Mates, uh, you got any last questions for Trev? I just want to know who would get a word in, Mickey or, or Trev? Trevor kill him. Trevor yeah, kill him. Trevor yeah, kill him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he kills me in the water, I'll just kill him on the, <laughs> on the, yeah. on the mic. Yeah. Like I said before, State that you came in tonight and I, I am really interested to see where your journey takes you because it's, uh, it's an interesting journey. You've obviously got some goals around the surfing side of things and uh, it's really interesting and obviously emerging situation in terms of physio for surfing as the, uh, the sport grows. So, yeah, good luck in the journey, mate. It's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Thank you so much, Namu, and thanks, Ads, and thanks, T-Bone. And, and I also yeah. throw out to you guys, I feel a little bit part of the family. Like I feel oh, like a, a good, solid first cousin yeah. type thing. Yeah. Not a little bit. Yeah, no. but and I really appreciate first all cousins. the shout-outs. Yeah. <laughs> probably, I'd probably, <laughs> say, hey, like. probably say more like a groomsman at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> first cousin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, mate, yeah. Uh, like Namu said, we're, mate, we're stoked for you. And yeah, like you are cool. – WA's number one surfing physio in our eyes and oh, fuck everyone else. If, if they want to argue the fact. region a little bit. Nah, there's a lot mate. of good physios Seri- around. Yeah, well, there, the yeah, there's, a lot, of gra- yeah, there's a lot of great physios around. But have they got the surfing specialty that you got in WA? I, I, I think it's unlikely because they don't they're – not, they're not dealing with the numbers of surfers that you're dealing with. It all, yeah, just, yeah. all just – it's not like, a, oh, yeah, I'm better because I've got a theory. It's yeah. better because of – the amount of practicality that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And now you're getting recognised for that, mate. The W, the WACE, the WSL, you're setting up specialty things. Mate, it's freaking awesome. So we feel blessed that we're mates with you and yeah. you're coming in a shed on a Friday night Too right. to drink Forest of Reds, smash some cheeky monkeys, snort a line of athletic greens and yeah. just have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just going to say, down south visa is not your average physio. You know, you've got such a good setup there. And and as you were saying, you've got some great staff and you've got the prehab and the rehab classes. Um, Mate, if if all those surfers and non surfers that live in the Buston, Margaret River, Yelling Up area, check out down south physio. Thanks, guys. And I I have to say, I I feel blessed with my job that has, has allowed me to be part of the surfing community because as I said, I'm just a general surfer. Um, I froth out like a lot of crew, but, um, and I want to surf as much as I can. And I've held on to surfing a lot because I've had such a, a bung knee. I've surfed on half a knee for most of my life, like you T-Bone and, and a lot of other people with injuries. Um, but so surfing has actually been really good for my mental health and for, to keep, keep me in a sport. And I, and I feel like I've been really fortunate. I get to know all these young surfers who are coming up who are high level, but then all these, like guys who are just in the general community, you know, war horses. Some of them, yeah, some of them who absolutely charge and then and are, are really humble, and some of them are just just froth out because they just enjoy being in the water. Yeah. And and guys and girls, sorry. Yeah. And so and I'm some just happy. Some of them don't charge, but they just want to. They just enjoy keep surfing, surfing and forever. And I, you know, I feel really happy. I, I feel fortunate. I think is the word, um, really proper word, to, that I get to give back to surfing through my job. Um, so it's, it's reciprocal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mate, so thanks, guys. Pl- yeah. yeah, mate. No, appreciate it. I've got plenty more questions, but we are going to 
knock it with one last one, which actually Namu sort of jumped the gun on me. In a nutshell, we probably know the answer, but is this is just give us your opinion in a nutshell, longevity. Yeah, just reiterate on those uh, bit of advice you had there before. Yeah, I think there are people who have injuries or work or family gets in the way, and even there was an article about that and swelling it. I might have even been stabbed. How COVID stopped guys from getting their bodies going because they lost out their surf trips, their annual surf trips or, or biannual surf trips. Um, and I think, uh, so there's guys that stop and, you know, physical fitness and progression in your life um, and responsibilities in your life um, prevent you from, from keeping involved. And there's also people who go too hard and then just blow themselves apart and don't look after their body. So there's two who are hypervigilant so they don't get, you know, it's both sides of the coin. Mm. And I think the key is, the key is like do do regular exercise, but do something that you enjoy, okay? Don't do something that's a chore, all right? Like if you enjoy Pilates, do Pilates. If you like yoga, do yoga. But if you've got an injury, like if you've got a knee recon, like, we're, like knee recons are so common and they're not, it's not the best outcome from a surgical point of view, but you know, you don't have to be just with a physio. You can go to a chiro, you can go to an osteo. There's some really good osteos around. You can get advice from strength and conditioning people. Personal um, trainers. Personal trainers, strength coaches, um, myotherapists. But, I mean, obviously I'm biased towards a physio and physios, are, we're pretty connected to the medical profession. And I think you, you just need to get a formula. I tell people all the time, get a formula, get a schedule and – work out a strategy. So I feel like I'm often diagnosing people and I'm often doing manual therapy and I'm rubbing out glutes and bloody hamstrings and, you know, manipulating necks and backs and mobilizing shoulders and knee sticking pins in people all the time and reducing pain and problems. But I'm always talking about, okay, what, what can you do exercise wise? You can access us if you want. You can access the yoga instructor around the corner if you want. Ride your bike and, and um, you know, exercise is medicine. I think you've got to get yourself to a regular routine where you're mechanically working your body. And, and they, there's a book called Explain Pain, which we advocate quite heavily. It's a really good book. I even gave it to my old man as a retired surgeon. He read that and just went, that's so good. And it explains right. things like phantom limb pain when you've got an amputation. Mm. What if someone yeah. wake up in the middle of the night and their leg's gone and their foot's fucking killing them, you know? So yeah, right. um, it gives you a lot of understanding about pain mechanisms. And it says if you understand your injury or your bodily sort of mechanics, you're already 20% better yeah. um, in terms of your pain mechanisms and in terms of your – I mean, you, you know, when you come and do Pilates and you pump your quad, mm. you go, well, fuck you, yeah, I'm going to go and surf after that. You feel mm. better. Mm. And even yeah. Martin Potter said on the um, – when he was on commentating that, yeah, you know, if, you, if you're physically fit, you're going to have more confidence. And, and – um, and Jake Pato said that. He said, the, the fitter you are, the better you'll surf. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a matter of finding the formula. It's not just saying, hey, go out and bloody run 10Ks. It's like, oh, okay, you're hypermobile over there. Don't do yoga. Do Pilates and strength training. Oh, you're really stiff over there and, and hypomobile, like, mm. you know, um, inflexible. Do yoga. Mm. You know, like yeah. get someone to give you the proper advice because – the last thing I was going, I can say is that yep. Tom Carroll on a podcast that I ha that I palm out to people when he was getting ready for his knee replacement, 
Um, he said a physio is a little bit like a coach for your body. And I, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, like we, we kind of are. Like it, it, proper phys- like I think good physios will, will give you advice on how to manage things and get, get the right formula. Yeah. That's pretty good. For Mate, that, that is <laughs> fucking absolutely spot on. <laughs> The whole, the whole point of this podcast tonight has been to have a bit of a chat about, as everyone knows, we're, we're a bunch of larrikins and we yeah, that's have a good time and <laughs> all the rest of it. But at, at certain points, we do need to focus on the important things with our bodies and our minds and everything else. So some fucking awesome bits of advice there, Trev. And uh, so we are going to see you down at the Market Repro next month, mate. We probably will be going and see... Yeah, that's well, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you've been listening to our podcast. <laughs> Providing the rise and the fall of the left-hand ball is constant. T-Bone and Aggie. You can come and lecture at Kurt With Uni. our special guest, <laughs> Trevor Froffens-Brown. TLB. And it is peace out. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, Trev. On the Podcast. So for every-